All right, so we all know that you can walk up to your average old and acquire a Werther's original, of course. Yeah, yeah, they have to keep them in their pockets, yeah. I'm really on the lookout these days for a Werther's derivative. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's not original whatsoever. <laughs> you, you want it to be, I don't know, like, like a Starburst in a Werther's package or something? <laughs> this is just a Tootsie Roll, sir. What the yeah, hell? It's a Werther's derivative. You're not a real old. It's not original whatsoever. I like it. <laughs> Sounds great. Welcome, dead and lovely listeners, to the brand newest installment of Dead and Lovely, the old people candy talkingest <laughs> podcast that you've ever heard. I guarantee you that. I'm going to get me a Charleston Chew and a root beer barrel. <laughs> hey, I like a root beer barrel. Don't even talk shit about that. <laughs> Some candy corn. Oh, okay. Now that's too far, man. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the other day I did get a uh, uh, order from Sweetwater in the mail. And Sweetwater always includes like a bag of candy with everything you buy. Mm -hmm. And they did slip me a root beer barrel in there. And hey, I guess was what? Overjoyed. I did as well receive an order from Sweetwater. Oh, yeah? It's the mic I'm talking on right now. Dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. not even a sponsor bom, for this bom, podcast. Bom, bom. Not a sponsor. Thank but you, you know Sweetwater, for the candy and the microphone. What was your favorite part of Sweetwater candy you got? Um, the hmm, a Tootsie Roll, I think, was the I was best. really worried yeah. you were going to say bit of honey, dude. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like biting into bit of honey, but I like when it gets to that consistency that's like actually nice to be chewing. Mm, I've never reached still, that point with one of those. You haven't? Okay. No. It's still not. No, it's still not great, no matter what. But a Tootsie Roll you're okay for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, a little turd. I've never liked those, man. Never what? liked them. Mm -mm, never wow. ever. Wow, you I just, was a damaged child. You know, I was gonna say you just had you had a, you had a rough childhood. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here today to be talking about old people candy a lot. Yeah, as mostly. well as chopping mall. Right, we'll talk a little about chopping mall, but back to old people candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got some issues to cover here. Right, <laughs> but if you want to get straight onto the movie review portion of the show, there's a timestamp for you. But you're going to miss all kinds of good stuff in this episode. So you don't want to do that. But, you I know. I really wish. Way, I, I just came. I just had this idea and I wish I had the discipline to do it. I, I wish that just like we were talking old people candy and somebody's pressing the 30 seconds ahead. I wish I had timed it out so that every 30 seconds I just said something like peanut brittle. So that they would think that we're still talking about it <laughs> oh through my the God, whole episode. They're still talking about. It. They're talking about Fifth <laughs> Avenues now. What's going on, dude? The other day I was cleaning out our pantry and I did find a Fifth Avenue in there that was still good. Oh yeah, it's been so long since I had one of those. Shit, they're awesome. I can't awesome. remember the last time I had a Fifth Avenue. Dude, it is still like awesome? the grown-up version of a Butterfinger. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's probably why, like as a kid, I remember having it and being like, eh. But the Butterfinger is like, all right, Bart Simpson eats these. I was going to say, man, like they should do like an adult Bart Simpson campaign for Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Please unhand my Fifth Avenue, he will say. <laughs> Please unhand. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that. I'm with it. Dude, I'll tell you Fifth what. Avenue. We are, uh, we are recording this episode. This is actually the first episode in 2022 that we have recorded. Right. And uh, it is indeed, in so many ways, 2022. Yeah, it is the sequel. Part two of 2020. Uh -huh. This is like exactly where 
I was at the start of the pandemic. We are doing this episode long distance mm. uh, because mm-hmm. I presently have tested positive for fucking COVID. Yep. You got you got um, it. Yeah. I apparently went this fucking long without getting it and finally did. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know I just got my booster. Right. Uh, like, you know, it was right after Christmas, basically. Mm-hmm. And the quick timeline of events, I just want to break this down for anybody that's got questions. And also, you know, I think that everybody should fucking listen to scientists and get vaccinated and boosted because I am not dead. So right. that's but good. But also, don't listen to the CDC because the things they're saying aren't based on science. It's getting confusing. It it's is getting, getting... It's been yeah. confusing the entire <laughs> time. Say, you yeah. can see why people have thrown up their hands and just said, fuck it. But You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got boosted like the Monday after Christmas. The day before, I had played a show. Now, uh-huh. at that show, I did like go in at the back of the venue, was only on stage. Like yeah. I did my best to keep away from people, but it's still a room full of like 400 people. So. Yes. You are breathing the same air, so who knows? Maybe I picked it up there. I don't know. And um, it was a couple days after that, somebody that I had been around tested positive. I was like, well, shit, guess I better go get tested. Uh-huh. Um, and I had, leading up to that, had one day where my sinuses had, like, a little bit of pressure. Okay. Which I was just chalking up to the fact that Tennessee went from being 70 fucking degrees for two weeks and then went to like 30 overnight. Yeah, yeah that was a stark change, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that kind of shit like always messes with my sinuses anyway. So I had right. one day with very mild sinus pressure. I had two days where I had the slightest runny nose, like slightest. Okay. And at this point... um. I was basically just waiting to get in to take my COVID test. So I wasn't going anywhere. I was isolating and staying inside and not going in fucking anywhere. And uh, so went and did like the Walgreens drive up test, rapid test thing. And I tested positive. Kate tested negative and has tested negative again because her family has this just fucking superhuman bloodstream going on. Whatever is in them needs to be like bottled and sold to science. It's unreal. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I tested positive again the other day, which is why we're doing this long distance. Yeah. I'm probably fine. I have had zero symptoms. Like I said, other than those like three days where I had a little bit of a runny nose, I have had no symptoms. Uh, I well, haven't that's had good. a fever. I haven't lost my sense of taste. I haven't had a cough or a sore throat. I have literally been 100% fine. Um, I'm thinking the timing of me getting my booster was just perfect, and maybe that's what you know took the the brunt of the blow. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe within so. the past like fucking two weeks, dude, I know uh, probably upwards of like thirty people now that have gotten COVID. Thankfully, yeah. they're all vaccinated, and nobody is having a bad time. Nobody well, has ended up in the hospital or anything mm-hmm. bad. That's so that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, we've had uh, we've had a lot of cases everywhere. A whole lot, in America. yeah. A like, whole uh, lot of them. An More than ever, amount. you could say. Like, <laughs> it's almost like, like, just like, we've been thrown to the wolves to just die. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> but I'm very, I'm very thankful that, you know, I, my, my lifestyle is such that I'm still able to work and, and take care of things while working out of the house. I realize most yeah. people are not in that boat. I mean, we yeah. can even still do our podcast long distance. Like, yeah, it's, you, can, it, you can do most everything you do, yeah. except for, you know, the normal stuff like 
go do things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds- and it's pretty convenient, too, when you're so tight with the people at the liquor store that they'll do deliveries to, you know, the stoop of the apartment. So Aww, that's cool. That's really sweet. <laughs> Thanks, it's liquor a small store. price to pay for being a constant alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> at least I can get booze while I've got COVID. <laughs> it's nice. It's real nice. Yeah, dude. So it's it's crazy. Uh, and I've had a lot of people, um, you know, reach out to me and ask if I'm okay and check in on me and stuff. And it's been really, really sweet. But I have had nothing bad going on. And I That's thank good. fucking medicine and science for that. So yeah. thank yeah. you, scientists and vaccines. You're yeah. working. And I realize right now that somebody's being like, you got boosted and then you got COVID right after it. It means it didn't work. That's not what it's supposed to do. It prevented symptoms. It does not prevent spread. It Mm. prevents symptoms. Say it slowly with me this time. (laughs) So it did what it was supposed to do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just spreading like wildfire. It really (laughs) is. Yeah. They just, Pfizer just announced they will have a, an Omicron booster in March. And really? I'm telling you, we're going to be getting boosters every six months for the rest of our lives. There's. I had this many boosters since I went to Pizza Hut every week when I was six years old and couldn't sit up <laughs> tall enough to sit at the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a zinger. It's a good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I the, the solution to this is to actually pay people to stay home long enough nah. but no nah. we're not that'll never it, work so. Nah, that'll never work how's <sighs> you been man how's old 2022 treating you <laughs> it's good man i mean you know uh, emily and i took a little uh new year's vacay and um had had some fun didn't do uh anything really other than eat some food but uh, it was great. Wait, do people do stuff other than that on vacation? Because anytime yeah. I go on vacation, I do nothing and right. I eat the food. It's great. Yeah, that's it was an point. awesome vacation. Like, that's exactly what I wanted out of it. And that's exactly what it was. And it was great. Um, nice. So, yeah, that was really, 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 really fun. And uh, I would love to be able to do that regularly. Like, to just... I mean, because we, we got to do the, the summer vacation finally. Like, we had been oh, wanting yeah, to yeah, go to the right. beach for like several years and hadn't gotten to go I, I i really think every everybody needs vacation time like everybody yeah. needs it if you oh, have yeah. it at your job take it just Fuck take it yeah take some Dude. time and relax it's the best yeah if you're not using those fucking paid or unpaid days off and you yeah. can afford to fucking do yeah it, dude it's i mean so i even Last year, man, like I was, uh, as I've talked about on the show, I was at this point with my my work and stuff where I was like losing my fucking mind. And basically, you know, Kate and our friends like basically had to drag me away to go on vacation, kicking and screaming. And I was like, no, I want to work. I love working. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they were like, nope, you're going on a vacation. And then I did. And I was like, oh. Right. I've been losing my mind and being exactly. an asshole. I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah, even if you don't think you do, trust me, yeah. you do. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously coming from a place of some privilege because... Of course. Tons of people can't take vacation, of unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but, but unionize. You can, you let's let's all unionize. Let's take them down. That's our money. I want yeah. it now. JG Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. <laughs> <laughs> Call now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, I've I've been uh, 
watching a lot of stuff. I mean, because it's been... I have to. It's been almost two weeks since we recorded last. Um, yeah, man. Dude, and I have had two weeks of like literally just being at home, not being around anybody or doing anything, so... I have, uh, dude, I, I have just been like going nuts on all kinds yeah. of little projects and stuff. I was like, you know what? It's time to do completely go through the pantry. I need to clean out this closet. I need to clean out the refrigerator. <laughs> I was just like, just cleaning shit. It's like, why the fuck not? You know? <laughs> okay. That, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. I, I mean, honestly, like in a weird way, it kind of is for me. I'm like, as long as I can yeah. have on like a podcast or a movie or whatever, I'm fine. Whatever. Okay. You know, I'll organize some shit. Oh, I, I get care. so bored of it so quick. Do you? Yeah. It's it's so hard for me to just like, because I'll be doing one thing and then I start thinking about something else and or maybe even get distracted by cleaning something else. Like, it is so hard for me. But anyway. Mm. Word, man. But yeah, I've definitely been watching a lot of stuff too. And I mean, honestly, and, and again, just speaking of privilege again, and yeah. I, I automatically feel... Uh, a weird place of ultra privilege, you know, just yeah. me me sitting here being like, hey, that thing that has killed like a million of us just in America didn't yeah. really affect me. Not a big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's really weird just knowing that I have a virus in my body that has killed so fucking many people, including yeah. people I know, or done mm -hmm. lifelong damage to others. And yeah. I'm like, so I can stay home and like play guitar <laughs> uninterrupted and watch movies? This I think that's most, cool. That's honestly the the predominant experience of covid though i mean most people are just not gonna have much of anything happen to them kind of like polio like polio the main symptom most people had was diarrhea like, i mean i was just thinking it's kind of like the same symptoms as being shot by those lasers from those robots in shopping malls <laughs> it's true it might explode <laughs> your head it might just be a temporary inconvenience <laughs> <laughs> barely an inconvenience yeah <laughs> so you know yeah it's like I, I already feel very very privileged just to be where i am and yeah. be totally fucking it. fine health wise and stuff uh but like i said honestly especially after the holidays and all that hustle and bustle and running around i was like so you're telling me i have to stay home and not see anybody yeah <laughs> if i have to sure <laughs> oh twist my arm yeah, really. Also, yeah. just happened to not have any shows booked during that time either. So it was like That's I'm good. not, I'm not missing anything. So yeah, if it had to happen, pretty good time. And now I'm invincible. That's true. You're 100 percent mm -hmm. invincible. Yeah, nothing you can can't take hear you down because you're not in the room with me. But if you were here, you would be noticing that I was flashing all different colors, <laughs> and you could hear the music going. Because I'm invincible right now. Invincible, yeah. Yep, I touched a superstar. <laughs> yes. I get so here it. I am. Here you are. Invincible. I have watched so fucking many things. Tell me about it. I'm going to try to like lightning round this shit because this okay. could be like an hour-long conversation on its own. Uh, but we have watched very many things. Okay. We watched Encanto, that new uh -huh. Disney joint. Okay. And I hear that that is... Uh, it's terrible, and it won't make you cry at all, and none of the songs will stick in your head, correct? All untrue. What? All completely untrue, huh. dude. Okay. Nope. It'll make you feel great, it'll uh -huh. make you have a cry, and have it'll cry? make you okay. tap a toe. Mm -hmm. Your own toe, or someone else's. <laughs> you just reach to your neighbor, tap their toe. Tap their toe. Maybe uh -huh. they like that. You Maybe, know? Maybe it's the start of something into. great. Uh-huh. Encanto is fucking awesome. It okay. is really, really lovely. I'm definitely going to check it out. A, a really cool kind of spin on the typical narrative where 
I don't know. There's not really like a central bad guy. There's not uh-huh. like a, a, knight in sh- a knight in shining armor. There's no damsel in distress. It yeah. kind of breaks a lot of Disney conventions, and it's way better for it. I enjoyed mm. it a lot. I would recommend it. Okay. Let's check it out. We what watched that Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll tell you this, man. It's really, really, really fucking good. And the entire reason it has bad reviews and bad numbers online is because critics don't like it because it points out their role in the spread of misinformation and Hmm. (laughs) causing hysteria and stuff. Okay. It's really excellent. Like, honestly, that movie does such a good job of, you know, South Parking it, where it makes fun of everybody. It really does show everyone's responsibility in a, you know, global crisis, whether it be taking it to mean an asteroid is coming towards Earth or global warming or uh, COVID, whatever you want to, whatever spin you want to put on it. It really does equally spread the blame around to everybody. Not exactly a feel-good watch, Steve. (laughs) That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, like, you probably already know the moral of the story before you even start watching it. Yeah, uh-huh. But it is really, really, really good. I liked it a lot. We watched that Being the Ricardos, that Lucille Uh Ball movie with old Nicole Kidman. Uh Uh-huh. Dude, it is fucking excellent. Okay, is she a Ricardo? She is she the Ricardo. Okay. She is the Lucille Balcardo. Balcardo. Uh-huh. Balcardo. And if you would have told me that like Nicole Kidman is playing Lucille Ball, I'd be like, I cannot see that working at all. Right. She fucking crushes it. Like the physicality and the way they did her like makeup and costume and uh, hair and everything, it's startling how much she resembles Lucille Ball. It's crazy. Excellent okay. movie. All right. I mean, do they deal with uh, her being a communist? Yes. That's basically what the entire thing is about, is like the one week that the show was like super, super on top, and she uh-huh. found out that she was pregnant, and they had the the communist accusation and stuff, uh-huh. and basically how they dealt with that. Apparently, you know, like any movie like this, there are some things that are stretches of the truth or several different events that got combined in a different, you know, um, time schedule than they happen in real life, but... It's still really good, man. Okay. Have to check I it would out. recommend watching it. Right after Christmas, we watched 8-Bit Christmas. Oh, okay. I uh, wasn't in love with it. How'd you feel about it? You hated it. You really, did. really did dislike it. So I, I was did. going into it, you know, thinking that I probably wasn't going to enjoy it because we usually see pretty eye-to-eye on flicks. Dude, yeah. I liked it. I okay. thought it was fun. I mean, right. I get your criticisms as far as it being like inaccurate 80s in right. a lot of ways. It didn't bother me, like, at all. Okay. And I could also just kind of explain it away and be like, well, yeah, that's, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is telling his daughter this story. Right. This is her mind's eye view of how it looked and how it happened. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm o- I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. How about power the glove rest of date it? was wrong. You're right. You're wrong. Yeah, you're right about the power glove date right. being wrong. But <laughs> uh, still doesn't bug me. I don't know. Okay. It is absolutely a Christmas story, 100%. Yeah, it's just a Christmas but, story, but with a Nintendo. Yeah, it is. And the thing about it is, too, is like, I, I can totally get why it, somebody could look at it from that perspective and be like, yeah, it's just a rip off of this other movie that exists. Mm-hmm. Having just watched A Christmas Story again recently, yeah, I, I understand that that movie doesn't work anymore. Like, if you or I had kids and we showed them A Christmas Story, 
they wouldn't get it. And also, I couldn't be like, yeah, that's how things were back in the 50s when I was a kid. Right. Like, that that perspective is lost on literally everybody now. So right. it's like, if you didn't grow up watching that movie, or you're old enough to remember those times, a Christmas Story doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So with this, it's totally for people that are our age that want to have that Christmas Story moment with their kids, where their kids are like, this is how you grew up? You, you rode on a bicycle without a helmet? Uh-huh. Like, you know... Video games were new. What? Yeah, yeah. No, so I see what you're for saying. That purpose. Yeah, it would definitely. So what I'm saying is, you have to like it. Oh, I have to. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's what I I'm don't saying. Wanna. Uh, yep, yeah, I can see that. I can see. Um, I can see. I don't know though, because like the, the Christmas story, I didn't understand the 50s when I was watching it as a kid, but I mm-hmm. I liked the story because it was silly. I think yeah. it still works for kids probably but yeah you're right i mean an updated version it's a good thing they didn't just remake a christmas story like they made it something different even though follows the same sort of beats sort of yeah there's definitely definitely like a a little there's some changes the kids have more agency but the dad is still similarly overly aggressive with his child (laughs) it's really weird to me i was like I do remember in the 80s that parents were more aggressive, but yeah, it's not fun to watch. <laughs> not exactly. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I watch it again next year, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, y- you have to like it, and I will. I have you, to like so. it. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. We watched Black Widow finally, kind of okay. get back on the Marvel train of things. Right, right. How'd that go? Uh, it's okay, I guess. Like it's one of those ones that I I don't have plans to watch it again anytime okay. like really soon. Uh but you know like the espionage non-superhero Marvel movies are my least favorite always. I want okay. to see people with superpowers flying through the sky, shooting lasers out of their hands and flinging around mystical hammers, not people that are just like, I'm a spy and I have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds more fun, let's be honest. Yeah, I see that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's not as big on the scale as the others, I would say, for sure. Yeah. And and the fact that... Ant-Man. Ant-Man's still good, and it's a small-scale movie. Well, yeah, but also it... He also gets big, remember? Huh? He does. He, he does. does so big. then it's big scale. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, because like, I think uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is my favorite, maybe, yeah. MCU movie. But that also has like, it's got Captain America and Black Widow and Falcon and Winter Soldier. So like, there's all these big names, whereas the Black Widow... We have her sister who will, you know, be Black Widow in the future. Um, and then, you know, some characters that people don't have connections with. Mm-hmm. So it even like even as a small scale thing, it doesn't it doesn't invite us as much as the other movies to like connect this with the rest of the cinematic universe. And I think that's right. kind of one of the problems. Because like I feel like it probably would have been better as one of their shows i know right i was thinking yeah. the same thing while we were watching it like i think yeah. this would be better appreciated that way and also yep. it would have been better if marvel would have put the fucking movie out while her character was alive That's in true. the universe that would have been that would have made it so much more of a, like an event 
you know, yeah. because it's it's finally a Black Widow movie. You don't know she's gonna you know die in the the next Avengers movie, so mm-hmm. it has more stakes. Whereas this, you're watching it and you're like, yeah, but she's dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was okay. I mean, it's not terrible or anything like that, but no, not, I, I enjoyed. Not it. my favorite Marvel movie. No. We what else uh, you got? we decided to watch. The new Matrix, which meant that we were going to go back and watch the OG Matrix, which I'm happy to say is still a lot of fun and just yeah. a really cool movie. The original Matrix is still really neat. And I think it I'd is. also forgotten about how sick like a lot of the, the fight choreography and action beats and stuff in it are. Yeah. It's yeah, really, it's really, really, really cool. And then a couple days later, we watched The Matrix Regurgitations. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, Steve, it yeah. is fucking terrible. It's terrible. I it's feel so like fucking bad. To be fair to it, you should have watched the other sequels. Because, like, you skipped the sequels because they're terrible. Oh, dude, so, I know. And that's that's something, too, that I will totally just out front, you know, yeah. put out there as well. It's like, I see so many people freaking out about, they made a sequel to Matrix and it wasn't good. Yeah, oh, it's like, it's like, yeah they've done that twice watch? before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's way more bad Matrix movies than good ones. There's yep. one good one and the one. parts of the Animatrix yep. that are really good. Right. The rest are very bad. So, like, them making a bad Matrix sequel should not, not come as a fucking surprise no. to anybody. But and it is dude, bad, you say. It's t- fucking terrible. <laughs> and I really, really, really wanted to believe going into it that all the other people out there that are saying it sucks is because they're like, oh, I found out it's it's a coded trans movie and right. I don't like it. And now that. I don't like it, right. <sighs> I kind of thought that's where a lot of this stuff was coming from. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of it is. I'm sure that there are oh, yeah, you know, definitely. A, a segment of the population that is just being a dick about that. No, it sucks because it's just a fucking terrible movie, dude. <laughs> In addition to that, it also sucks. Yeah. It also just fucking sucks, yeah. man. No, dude, listen, man. The thing about it is, is especially after having just watched the original, and you realize that, you know, Neo and Trinity are the worst parts of acting in the matrix it's just how it is okay yeah but they're surrounded by this awesome world that they put you in and you've also got hugo weaving and Lawrence fishburne right you know doing all the heavy lifting and keeping you engaged got joey pants eating that yeah joey pants in there that's right Uh and you realize like oh man these guys are really the acting tent poles holding this thing up so then in the new matrix when they're like you know what we should do not have Hugo Weaving or it's Fishburne back. And you're just left with yeah. Keanu and um, what is her name? Carrie? Carrie Moss. Carrie Ann yeah. Moss. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. And a bunch of new characters that you don't give a shit about that are paper thin. Yeah. Guess what? It's not fun to watch at Okay. All. So I will not rush out to see it. Dude. And also, too, <laughs> you know, speaking of the fight choreography, the fight choreography in this was bullshit. Okay. Like, dude, the action beats in it are so fucking weak. Terrible. That fucking sucks. terrible. Like, I can't wait for you to watch it so we can talk more in depth about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've really sold you on it now. I can yeah, tell. Yeah, I'm really, like, just raring to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you, it's shot. It's just so fucking yeah, bad. It's I believe It's so you. fucking terrible, man. I believe um, you. One thing we watched that was good, though, we watched that Harry Potter 20th anniversary thing on HBO. Oh, yeah. JK and I'm lot. telling you, dude, they they basically <laughs> put her in this as though she was dead. Like seriously, awesome. like all the interview bits and stuff that they have That's with her. So funny. None of them are new. All of them are like it says like 
pre-recorded in 2019 or something up at the top. Right. And it's really mainly about the, the cinematic universe. I mean, it has a little lead up where it talks about like, oh, the works of J.K. Rowling. Uh, these books became a big sensation. Anyway, they made these movies. So let's okay. just start there. I see. All right. Yeah. They honestly really wrote her out of it very, very well. <laughs> she got taken out of her own fandom. She That's did. Fun. Like legit. Like they don't use any new interview footage with her. Everybody talks about her as just like, I thank her for making these books. Anyway, uh, the director of the movie was really nice to me. <laughs> it's great. Like they and seriously I'll, talk about it like she's dead. I'll say, I'll say to anyone who's thinking like, oh, it's bad to cancel people or whatever. You know what? You know what? At any moment, she could be like, I was wrong. That's it. That's, That's all true. she has to do. <laughs> That's all she has to do. And she can be she can be back in good graces and everybody will be like, thanks for admitting you were wrong. That's yeah, all really. she has to do. She's not canceled. She's choosing to be you there. You know? Yeah, that's, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a really easy thing to do is be really very is. accepting of people. Right. It's very like easy when to somebody, do that. Yeah, when like a celebrity gets called out for sexual assault or something, they can't fix it. You can't fix that. But you can fix no. having bad opinions. That's true. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? I thought about it and that was dumb. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> exactly. And everybody would. Everybody would move on. They, yeah. You know, somebody would bring it up every once in a while. Like, remember when she was anti-trans for some reason? But yeah. Cool, she yeah, got really, over that. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it's it's really good, man. Like, you know, HBO did that, like, Friends reunion thing last year. Uh-huh, yeah. Which, of course, you know, you know me, man. I'm a, I'm a fucking sucker for yeah. all that stuff. So <laughs> we watched that, and it was so just feel-good and heartwarming and super That's sweet. Fun. And this Harry Potter thing, dude, yeah. was the exact same way, where it's like they really knew who they were making this for. They knew how to, like, kindle up everybody's good memories they have of that series yeah. and the books That's and the cool movies and thing to have i mean i, I I'm, I'm going to watch it uh, i'm sure i'm telling you man but i was i was really avoiding it because i was just like i don't want to deal with all that seems yeah, like a lot no. yeah i get that i'll tell you what though be sure to take you a zyrtec or a claritin or yeah. something before you start that thing up because by the time i got done with it i think the sound effects must have stirred up the dust and the pollen in the room. Is that what it my, was? My allergies was just going. Yeah. Well, I I do remember you texting me. You were cutting onions during the whole thing too. So that might it might have been that. Yeah. yeah. It might have been that. So okay. Could be. Definitely <laughs> recommend watching it. We watched the Hateful Eight. Oh yeah, great. Awesome. Little Tarantino joint. Yeah. Fuck man, it's awesome. I forgot yeah. about. Did how you watch the longer version? Is. I haven't watched that yet. We did, and it's okay. cool too because on I think it's on Netflix. Uh huh. They basically divided it into like a four-part yeah. series. Yeah, I saw that. And the chapter, the chapters are like a little intrusive sometimes, but I think it also takes the sting out of looking at like, man, this is almost four hours. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you could watch it episodically if you wanted to, but of course we just watched the entire thing. Yeah, cool. Fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I awesome. forgot how much I liked that one. Watch Death one. to 2021 on Netflix. That okay. was fun. Just as fun as Death to 2020. Uh, it does make you sit there and go like, "Oh my God, all this shit did happen." Twenty twenty one was twenty twenty one. It was, was 10 it was years a whole long. year. Yeah. It was a whole year, yep. man. Recommend that one. You know, we've been watching all this mainstream stuff here lately, and you know us, man. We're lovers of independent cinema. Okay. You know, we like the underground stuff. We like right. the stuff from up and coming voices that aren't right. funded by you know big media, big mainstream production companies. So Indie we watched all the ourselves. Way, baby. One of the best indie flicks I think I've about ever seen. 
I think I know what you're going with. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. <laughs> the number one indie film for nine straight years. Yeah. Until Blair Witch. Until Blair Witch. Yeah. Until Blair Witch Project came along in 1999 and and toppled it. But yeah. Yeah. That's insane to think about. I haven't seen it in a long time. How is it? Dude. Okay. I'll tell you this. We watched that and Ninja Turtles 2 a few days later. (laughs) Right. Somehow or another, I had really forgotten what the actual storylines of those movies are entirely. Like, I just remembered, like, okay, see, Ninja Turtles 2 has. Uh, Vanilla Ice and Super Shredder. That's like five minutes at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's the very end of the movie. Yeah, what happens leading up to that? (laughs) Um, I don't know, turtle stuff. (laughs) They're fighting the foot because, like, they have, like, the mutagen and they're they're trying to make some new mutants and they make uh, Toka and Razor, right? They do that, yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember anything else that happens, really. Yep, pretty much. That's it, basically? Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. And Turtles 1, it's just like, okay, I remember that there's like a bunch of kids that have like a warehouse to hang out. Yeah, and the uh, foot. he screams, damn, at the top of a roof. Yeah, Sam Rockwell all remember, uh, offers them cigarettes. Um, yep. Yep. That's about it. Yep, that's about it. It's great. <laughs> awesome. I still have never seen the third one. That Turtles in Time. No. You, I mean, you're not missing anything because it's terrible, but you just said that... The, you enjoyed watching these two, so watch the I third did. one. Might, as, might well. as well be a completionist, huh? Yeah, might as well. What is it that makes it so shitty? I mean, if it's Tortugas in Tiempo, it should be I pretty mean, fun. Two is shitty. <laughs> Two's a bad movie. <laughs> Two's a real... I don't I mean, know about that. One one is... It's fine. I, I can't remember much of it, but like... Two, I remember rewatching and being like, oh, this is bad. This is not a good movie. <laughs> but it's got cool it's moments. It does have cool moments. Um, yeah. But three, as far as I remember seeing that in the theaters, I was so excited um, and just being really disappointed mm. overall. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't come together. It's not fun, really. But eh, I haven't seen it in a long time. So, word. Check it out. Maybe you'll love it and you'll come back next week and be like, dude, you need to rewatch Turtles in Time. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. It's all about the fucking metaverse. It's crazy. <laughs> We're just way too ahead of the time or something. Yeah. Uh, we watched Inglorious Bastards. Oh, another home run. Fucking awesome. Yep. I did make a mistake, though, because it was on the day that I was like doing a bunch of stuff in the kitchen because our oh. kitchen and our living room are connected in the house. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be cleaning out the pantries and the fridge and stuff for a few hours here. So uh, let's put on something that has a lot of dialogue in it and something that I'm familiar with. Like right. a Tarantino movie, like Inglorious Bastards. I there love that go. movie. Yeah. Good thing like 75% of the movie I had forgot is not in English. <laughs> That's a good point. There's yeah, an entire so, scene with like zero yeah. English and it's long. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm here like, you know, standing on a step stool, like cleaning out the pantry and stuff. And I'm like, Kate, do you mind reading this scene to me? <laughs> <laughs> so it worked. You know, that movie's yeah. fucking awesome, man. Yeah, Christoph Waltz in that. God damn. Dude. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really great movie. Another really great movie we watched this week was The Power of the Dog. OK, I don't know this one. It is a Western joint. Okay. I believe it is on, I think it's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. It's got old uh, Scumberblatch Haberstank, whatever his name is. <laughs> you know the guy? Yeah, the guy who says penguins. 
Yeah, that's the guy. Doctor Strange? <laughs> Doctor Strange himself. Yeah. Flurgadotch Hubbersmar. That's him? That's the man himself? Flurgadotch Hubbersmar. the man himself. He's grown young. <laughs> He's grown young. <laughs> He's grown young. Uh, it's a Western, okay. and it has him in it, and it has... Uh, shit. What's her name? Mary Jane from the original Spider-Man movies. Oh, uh, Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst in it. And dude, it is fucking good. It's also got that guy, what is his name? He's basically like Wish.com Matt Damon. He was on Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know the guy I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> Wish.com <laughs> Matt Damon. That's, That's pretty he fucking is. accurate. <laughs> oh, he's a great actor. Just, uh, oh, Jesse Plemons. Dude. That's him, uh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah. That guy is fucking incredible. He's amazing, but yeah, he does look <laughs> up pretty much like a Wish.com, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is really fucking good. You should watch that, dude. You okay. would like that movie a lot. It yeah, is, that's uh, two westerns you've uh, suggested to me recently that I really need to get to. What the hell? Here I'm suggesting westerns to you. Yeah, what's I know. going on? I yeah, I need to see that. So the power of the dog, and the other one is uh, the one with. Um, the guy from Loki and uh, everything. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What's it yep. called? The hard, the hard they, they fall. fall. That's right. Yeah. Uh huh. Dude, that thing is fucking amazing. Yeah. They're two very, very different ones. This power of the dog is like a much more artsy, contemplative, slow burn kind of thing. Okay. And the harder they fall is way more fast and Tarantino modern. Gotcha. Fucking awesome. I think you'll you'll like those a lot. Um, watch Thelma and Louise for the first time. That's another western right there. You know what? They're outlaws. It was fucking awesome, man. It is fucking awesome, yeah. That is a great movie. Gina Davis and, um, fuck, uh, what's her name? God damn it. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't realize that that was a uh, Ridley Scott movie. Uh-huh, yeah. That guy was fucking, I mean, hitting us with some mashers back in the day. <laughs> he was. He was mashing it. Dude, I mean, like, you look at, you know, damn uh, Legend and uh-huh. fucking Alien and right. Blade Runner and Thelma and Louise. I mean, the range that that guy had mm-hmm. within, like, a decade. Yeah, Holy it was all fuck. over the place. God was killing it, man. He was. Thelma and Louise, really good movie. And uh, the last thing that we watched was Dogma. Okay. Old Kevin Smith. Just to rewatch a Dogma. Which uh, we had to pull out our DVD copy of that because it is apparently all tangled up and all kinds of rights issues and stuff right now oh, really? streaming because because nobody wants to touch a, a Weinstein property. <laughs> oh, no. So that is a little that bit sucks. of a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, it blows because, like, it is honestly one of Smith's best movies. Like, it is. I don't know I any of his other flicks that has that much, like, depth to the universe and the mythology right. and the world building and stuff as that movie does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Really dealing with real life topics like faith and religion. Uh huh. And shit demons. Really cool. And shit demons. Yeah. Golgothans, yeah. even. Uh huh. <laughs> Fucking great movie, dude. So, yeah, if you got a, a hard copy of that one, recommend busting it out. Bust it out. So, I'll tell you what, all that chin wagon I just did talking about all my movies has got me working up a thirst. Do you mind if I quench my thirst while yeah, you tell you about what you've been watching? Something open? I'm going to crack open a co bar right here because I happen to have from our Christmas beer exchange that we did with our friends. Uh-huh. Last month, an untitled art espresso honey imperial milk stout. Damn. You know that's going to fucking slap me around yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Came all the way from Wanaki, Wisconsin. The whole way. I'll tell way. you what, you know, you're you're not drinking, but I'm drinking for two today because this is a 10.9 percenter. Damn. Yeah. Be careful so going, over there. 
pretty fucking hard, <laughs> man. No beer for you today? No, no, I'm just uh, drinking a spicy water, a little polar, natural seltzer, original, calorie-free, it says here. Woo, man. Yeah. Do you think that they should, <laughs> you know what they should do? <laughs> you said it's natural, right? Yeah. I think what they should do is they should start selling it in like, like really big like pint cans or like bomber cans, you know? Uh-huh. And they just call it Big Juicy Naturals. Bipolar Springs. What do you think? <laughs> Go on a gas station, grab me some big I'm gonna juicy grab me naturals. Some big juicy naturals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I this, mean, uh, this then they could get insane. into the milk game and oh, wow. uh, just have big bags of milk. Uh-huh. Call them mommy milkers. Oh, or big juicy milkers. Big juicy milkers. <laughs> What are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> this teas. <is> awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get to sip this beer and see what this does. It smells fucking crazy, man. Yeah? Tell me all about it. It's got that espresso, got that oh honey. Oh, God, dude. That is a multifaceted, deep-tasting beer. It's even got a little uh, cinnamon in there, too, I believe. Okay. Ooh, man. Yeah, you got the darkness and the bitterness of the espresso. The honey flavor is there. It's not just like sweet but it, it really does like have like honey right yeah it does man it, it reminds me of some candy that i've had a bit of honey it does not remind me a bit of honey because <laughs> i don't hate it it doesn't fill me with rage so it's definitely not bit oh yeah. honey bitch oh honey more like whoa it. take that bit of honey Fighting words fucking mm-hmm. shots fired like bitch of honey that's what i'm talking about all right all so what have you been watching on dude i've also been watching a whole bunch of stuff uh, just last night, I watched the national championship. Georgia won. So, there you go. Georgia, what team? <laughs> the Bulldogs. Maybe you've heard of them. Come the on, Bulldogs. Man. So, that definitely means I know what sport the championship yep, yep. was. And you would say it is? It was um, not baseball. Nope. Wasn't baseball. You were correct. You are correct. They won the national championship of not baseball. Yep, that's what it said on the trophy. It said baseball, but somebody just scratched not on it. <laughs> well, good for them, man. Um, did they score any uh, three-pointers or touchdowns? Or They, they did score some touchdowns and got some three-pointers as well, yeah. Ooh, this is not giving me any good details to work off of. <laughs> Um, did anybody's tank top style jersey get ripped at the end of the match? No, no, because they weren't wearing tank top style jerseys because they ah. were playing football. That's right. Ah, okay. Football. Well, I, mean, you know, I don't know why you feel the need to explain that to me. <laughs> Obviously, you knew. I just wanted to make sure everyone else was aware that yeah. I was talking about football. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, I, f- I forget we're doing a podcast for public consumption sometimes, and I think we're just yeah. recording our conversation. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got Hello, gotta, everyone out there. Hello. Let the listeners know that you know that they don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah. so watch the National Championship. It was a good game. It was fun. Um, I also watched a movie called Fargo this week. Oh, man. It's mm-hmm. so good, dude. It is so good. I hadn't seen it in a while. Love it. It's so good. Fuck it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I watched a little movie called The Grudge 
the American the remake from 2004. Oh, is that gonna, uh, that's got the notorious SMG in it. That it? does have the notorious SMG in it. And um, it was better than I remembered. I it's do, been so long since I saw it. Yeah, me too. It it had been since 2004. I had only seen it around then. Well, it must have yeah. been 2005 because I was on my mission in 2004. And we didn't watch uh, horror movies. Um, So yeah, I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's it's solid. I think it's good. Um, yeah. It's not as good as the Japanese original, but it is actually remade by the director, writer of the original. So, Well, they should uh, know. Yeah. Uh, one hmm. of the things I didn't like is that it has some CGI in it, and the original doesn't, and it's better okay. for it. Yeah. 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 I just, I remember, like, whenever that came out, all that any of us were doing was comparing it to The Ring. Right, and that's unfair, because it's a completely yeah. different thing. It's a haunted house story, or it's a haunting story, not haunted house, necessarily, because anyone who enters is basically then haunted. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, like, office building scene is so good. I just had forgotten it completely, but the office building scene where basically the haunting has followed the sister is it's it's great. I had forgotten that hmm. it's like presented out of order and I don't really I don't hate it, but I, I don't think it helps the story at all. Okay. All right. But it is it interesting the way they present it. But cool. Hmm. I I mean, check it out. Um okay. Uh, okay, so I was watching Always Sunny, and there's an episode of Always Sunny called The Gang Hits the Slopes, which is basically like homage slash like critique of the movie Ski School. Which Ski School? I don't know that one. Ski School is from like 1990, and um, it is, uh, it's all those like late 80s early 90s like teen party movies like it it has boobs within the first minute it's just like a lot of pranks and stuff and okay kind of so loosely i haven't seen ti- it but i know it yeah yeah kind of loosely tied together by the idea of a ski competition um but i started i was like i'm gonna rewatch ski school because that episode is so good so i started rewatching it and I got about 30 minutes in, and I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Just not, don't <laughs> like it. It's not funny. Not aging like a fine yeah. wine, huh? Yeah. But that led me then to Summer School, which is a great movie and stands up the test of time. I rewatched it. Still great. Uh, you got Mark Harmon. You got Kirstie Alley. Um you got two horror-obsessed students. Uh, you got some really good special effects moments. It's it's really, really cool. Yeah. I've never seen it either. I don't know anything about it. For some reason, I was thinking that had, like, like Rodney Dangerfield or John Lovitz or something. Oh, no, no. It? Rodney Dangerfield, that is Back to School. Back to School. Yeah. Okay. No, check out Summer School. It's on HBO Max. If you've never seen Summer School, Mm-mm. there's a couple of jokes in there that are 80s, like, very 80s, so they don't... Yeah. They they don't stand the test of time, but mostly it's just a really solid, uh, fun comedy. So I, I, I kind of felt the same way about like uh, Trading Places. We watched that right oh, yeah. New uh-huh. Year's there, and uh, it's got it some, is hilarious yeah. and a great movie. There's a lot of stuff in there that is not yeah. aging well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, I so think that's even, always a problem with '80s movies. Like, yeah, just they don't. 
like sometimes the joke like oh ski school like when i turned it off basically was the joke was gay people like right, it yeah. was a long convoluted scene where the joke was gay people like uh-huh. and it's just like and people on the movie were laughing at how funny it was that gay people that's it because gay people because gay people that was it and i was wow, like Man, this is like so stupid like Ugh. yeah yeah anyway, it just yeah, uh, some of that yeah. stuff is not aging that stuff's not aging well so yeah but whatever i mean eh, they are what they are um but i have been watching some stuff that uh, i'd been meaning to get to and that is the Studio Ghibli movies. Ooh. Yeah. Getting them giblets, are you? Getting them giblets, yeah. I have never seen a one until oh. this week. I've seen now Howl's Moving Castle, which I loved, thought was great, and Spirited Away, which I also really, really enjoyed. Word, man. We watched yeah. Spirited Away sometime, I think, last summer. And past that, I have also not seen a lot of Ghibli stuff. I think like yeah. one or two others. And yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm, about it. I'm set to watch them all, I guess. You know, they're all, right. all on HBO Max, so might, might as well. well, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you gonna watch that one? And and again, I'm trying to remember if it is a Ghibli movie or if it's just from like one of the main writers or animators right. or something. But it's called like Grave of the Fireflies. I, I don't know about it. Man, Maybe I will. Is it crazy? Again, I, I don't know if it's attached to those guys or not. I might be mistaken. Um. Brandon gave me a copy of it a long time ago, and I haven't watched it because it just sounds crushingly depressing. Oh. Like, holy fuck. It sounds like there is no whimsy or wonder or magic whatsoever in this movie. It just well, that sounds doesn't like, sound fun. Oh, my God, dude. Read like a synopsis. Sometime. Okay. I will have to, yeah. <laughs> Brace yourself before you check that one out. Well, cool. Uh, so you're enjoying them, though, man. I've, I've been yeah. like really wanting to dig into some anime stuff lately for some reason. I yeah I'm I suggest it man I I have not that it's like a real like blind uh, spot in my media knowledge I I don't know much anime and that I blame that entirely on Dragon Ball Z Word. Um, yeah because you know Dragon Ball Z was on when we would get home from school it was on Cartoon Network so we all like got into it but then after I think probably seeing 10 episodes it was like oh nothing is ever going to happen got it yeah <laughs> that's how i felt about dragon ball 2 dude and yeah. like i feel kind of bad about it because i know so many people are just obsessed with dragon ball and they yep. fucking love it they do and that's cool i'm glad you do but yep dude i've watched just like a handful of episodes and it has not grabbed <laughs> yeah. me at all yeah that kind of spoiled me on anime but i'm trying to get into it I, and really it's just like there's so much good stuff it was kind of where do you start and yeah. this is where i started so i'm nice. excited to check out some other stuff um also uh, on friday night we watched a movie called pool party massacre pool party massacre that sounds fun this sounds like an 80s good slasher time there's, there's some fun to it the killer is fun uh barely in the movie a lot of talking whole lot of talking just constant exposition and for a movie called Pool Party Masker with a bunch of women sitting around in bikinis, you would expect there are going to be a lot of boobs, right? I would think. Nope. Come on, Pool Party Masker. Get it together, I say. <laughs> <laughs> it, the killer was cool, though. He, he, used okay. like, he had like this like uh, tool thing 
what do you call it? <laughs> the thing where you hang tools on your wall. A tool thing. A tool thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he used a different tool for each kill. So, like, he would bring back the bloodied axe or whatever and hang it up and then grab something else. That was fun. That just but, sounds uh, fun. Yeah. But I also, just this week, watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, dude. I, I cannot wait to hear about it. I've still not watched it yet, so you can't spoil it for me. Was it no, as awesome as everybody's saying? Um, it was fun. I thought it was cute. Um, it's a completely different tone than any Ghostbusters movie you've seen. Hmm. But that's not a negative, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. It's just a different thing. Um, and it's clear while you're watching it, like, oh, there are going to be sequels to this. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious. And I'm okay with that. Um, okay. The, yep. the main, Phoebe is the main character. She's adorable. Absolutely, like, great character, fun. Um, Paul Rudd, also, uh, you know, I the, the one thing that really stood out to me was when Paul Rudd uh, meets uh, Phoebe's mom, she does not remark on him being handsome, nor does she seem to, like, be attracted to him, which I just it, find unbelievable. Yeah, regarding let's, Paul Rudd. let's talk about this. Normalize <laughs> Paul Rudd is a honk. Yeah, let's he's be honest, a honk. Dude. So, like, you would think, like, it doesn't matter. Like, in every single movie, somebody should be at some point. Like, oh, oh by the way, you're remarkably handsome. Like, somebody should point it out, right? Yeah, and you're really <laughs> funny, too. What? what? The hell? Are you seeing anybody? <laughs> this guy's great. Um, we were having this conversation via text the other day, and it's like, I just want everybody to start doing this. Yeah. Every day, wake <laughs> up and tweet at Paul Rudd, thank you for not stealing my partner from me. Yeah, because he could. Because he, he could. He could steal anyone's partner. Doesn't matter, it feels like. Anybody. Right? Yeah. Nope. He could steal India. you from yourself. You'd be like, okay. Whoa. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> he could steal about anybody the way he wants to. I'll tell you that. Now that I'm thinking about it, who couldn't he steal? Probably I nobody. can't think of anyone. Yeah. Nope. So, it, I yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. Um, I recommend it. Uh, it. It's also like, I don't think it's like an amazing movie, but like it didn't have to be like you, you just kind of we always wanted a, a sequel to Ghostbusters that was good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so like they did it. They they did it. It's good. I mean, I, I honestly like watching it and I, I know a lot of the people really loved it and hated 2016. And I don't, I don't think 2016 is a good movie, but I think 2016 is on, like, the same, like, tone level as the first two. And this just goes dramatically off of it. And I think, like, they must have learned from 2016 that people didn't necessarily want another Ghostbusters movie. They just wanted nostalgia. Yeah. And that's fine. It's fan service, and it's nice. And I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, when it's done right, sure, yeah. sign me up. Uh-huh. So, check it out. All right, I think I will, man. I think I will. Yeah, that's it for me. I, I only watched like nine things. <laughs> Holy shit. This is the most stuff I have watched in forever. I mean, I know it's been like two weeks since we recorded, but still, right. it has been just like <laughs> shit, like, man. It has like been a rewind to 2020. into the show, and we haven't yeah. even gotten to the interval. Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a shit? If you give a shit, I'll give you a fucking no, refund. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking degenerate listening to a podcast. You get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> this beer's kicking in fast. Oh, stepdad Ben. Yeah. But this seriously has just been like fucking 2020 flashback where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I get it. Um, 
Let's call somewhere for delivery for dinner. Let's pick out a couple of movies to watch. I'm going to practice a lot of guitar and work on some songs and not see anybody. And uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Can't lie. Awesome. I'd rather be doing the show in person, of course. Yeah. It's easier for editing. <laughs> but it definitely is. It doesn't change much as far as content. So let's talk about the thingies and the stuff. Thingies and the stuff, dude. I'll tell you this. We are here today to be talking about Chopin Mal. Chopin Mal. Mm, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure is the correct pronunciation. Yep. It's it's uh, bad Chopin. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. This here movie has kind of a misleading title. It does, for sure. There's uh, zero chopping as far as I noticed, so... It's almost all mall, though. Yep, that's true. That is true. It, the, the mall part, very accurate. Yeah, the content is through the fucking roof as far as malls are concerned, but very yeah. little chopping to be done in this, man. Yeah, it's just a shame. But this isn't the first time that we've been bitten by some misleading movie titles either. This no. is not alone in this grievous sin. <laughs> Steve, I say that we... Take a little pit stop here at the Preview Palace. Welcome to the Preview Palace. And we're going to be talking to you busters about some other movies what have titles that are misleading. Now, our beloved horror genre yeah. has its handful of ones that are definitely misleading. For sure. For Friday sure. the 13th, only one of them takes place on Friday the 13th. That's <laughs> true. They are all on a day other than Friday the 13th, I believe, except for the first one. Yeah. How cool would it have been, though, if like they just would have done all those movies and they were all just different dates? Yeah, like whatever the date was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody gets them all mixed up because it's all just like Saturday the 6th. No, this is Monday Monday the 30th. I just make it confusing as fuck. Yeah, like not I user friendly whatsoever. <laughs> That's what you want with your franchise. Yeah. It's to confuse people, to make it hard for them to talk about it. It's the second one in the franchise, but it says 30th in the title. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. 17 days later, I guess? I don't know. And the, But then the next one is the second. So how what? does that work? Also, there's one called The Final Chapter, and there's other ones that are after that. <laughs> that one is a very misleading title, The Final Chapter. Very yeah. misleading, dude. There's lots of Friday the 13th after that. Mm-hmm. What about Freddy? He ever misled us? For sure. Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Freddy's Revenge. He, Nobody in that was in the first movie, so he's not getting revenge on anybody. No, none of those people <laughs> had anything to do with what happened to him. They moved nope. into that house from like out of town. They're yep. not even part Just of the Elm people. Street gang that fucking burnt him alive or whatever. Right. So it uh, should be like Freddy, Freddy kills some unrelated people. That's a better title. Better title. <laughs> yeah. Very descriptive. Uh-huh. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy Kills Some Other People. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm, I'm here for it. It's actually a pretty good like subtitle or whatever that is uh, to, to any horror series, right? Like, it's true. Texas Chainsaw Massacre people. 4, Leatherface Kills Some More People. Yeah, fine. Oh, okay. Just cool. telling it like it is. Yep. I'm here for that. <laughs> I watched a movie one time called Goodfellas. It just had a lot of very bad fellas in it, Steve. It's true. It's true. Because I, I turned that movie on thinking, oh, Goodfellas, this will teach me how to be a good fella. So I was, do, you know, studiously taking notes, 
yeah, you know, writing totally. down the things they were doing. And as I watched it, I was like, I'm not sure these are the good things. No, because they're doing nothing but breaking the law like yeah. all the time. They do. They do a drugs. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. do a stab. They do a stab. It's true. That's definitely not something any good person would ever do to another fella, as no, far as I'm concerned. That's just not how good fellas behave. I've never done a stab. Have you? No. Okay, I've never once good done a stab. We're doing those good, are, though, yeah. I'll tell you this. If those are good fellas, we're better fellas. Whoa. Take that, Joe take Pesci. Take that, good fellas. <laughs> Don't come at us, though. We're scared of you. Wait, is Pesci in Goodfellas? Yes, he is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, wait, yeah? Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Uh, Just yeah. go with it. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta there, doing the cocaines. Yeah. Being paranoid. Bad fellas. Bad fellas. Not Bad good at fellas, all. Bad fellas, I say. Uh-huh. Dude, there was one time that I was hoping that I was going to see a film adaptation of a beloved childhood classic. Okay. I watched this movie, though. There was no Max's wild rumpus. There were no monsters. Mm-hmm. There was nothing going on. It was just Denise Richards... And I think Nev Campbell or uh-huh. somebody, mm-hmm. uh, they were just like making out in a pool. Wild things? I think not. This has nothing to do with Maurice Sendak. <laughs> it's true. Kevin Bacon's I said, dick is unrelated. I feel like. I don't remember that in the source material whatsoever. That actually might be one of the wild things, though. Oh, yeah, the dong? Yeah, it seems to be, you know, rumpus type of thing. Where are the wild things in his trousers? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kevin. Ba- Where the wild things are? down there connect kevin bacon to the wild things one step there you go (laughs) that's misleading he is them i mean i'm telling you i was let down yeah yeah because you do you do you do get disappointed when you see two beautiful women kissing you're always like oh no no i was expecting marie sendak's childhood classic where the wild things are and this seemed to be almost entirely unrelated yeah yeah, no, I agree with you. You know, there's one that that I think of uh, that just, like, how did they get this title? Mm. It's a movie about aeroplanes and a flying them. And it's called Top Gun. <laughs> okay, Top Gun. Okay, where's all the guns? Yeah, not a single gun that I remember. I don't think so. Maybe Goose was carrying a gun and that's what they were referencing, but I, and I, because they were up so high... It was the top gun, like it was. It was higher than all the, the other highest guns. up one. Yeah, hmm. maybe it was I accurate, so. but they probably should have like made that blatant that he had the gun. Otherwise, it's like this is top plane. It, yeah, I was gonna say like top jet. Yeah, um, there you go. Top pilot. That's there, better. See, there you go. That's the exact type of thing. Top uh, uh, food sex scene. Top cruise. Top cruise. <laughs> yes that what if there was a movie named top cruise where it's a sequel about his character from top gun and he's like <laughs> retired and can't fly planes no more so he does you know captain a cruise line and there's like right. action and stuff and uh-huh. it's called top cruise top cruise yeah with tom cruise <laughs> it's kind of like speed Two cruise control but tom cruise <laughs> it would have been cool. You know, that's a misleading title. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Tom Cruise is not even in it. He was True. off somewhere else being uncontrolled. <laughs> he, was, he, was <laughs> off, he was off jumping up and down on Oprah Winfrey's couch. Just, I mean, stomping all over that thing. Just mashing it. 
into the cushions. <laughs> uncontrolled. Uncontrolled to me, dude. <laughs> yeah, Top Jet, I think definitely would have been a more descriptive title. Or Playing with the Boys. That would have been a better That's title. That's true. Playing with the Boys is the most accurate, I would, yeah. I would say, for Top Gun. <laughs> Conjures up a word picture, doesn't it? Paints mm-hmm. a mental picket, uh, picture in picket. my mind palace. Picket. T- paints a picket. <laughs> I'll tell you an action-filled thrill ride with a bullshit-ass title. Mad Max Fury Road. Right. I don't recall there being a road in that movie at all. They're just <laughs> riding around in the damn desert all the time. That's true. They never do seem to be on a road at all. Show me the road. The Fury is there, though. That's accurate. You know what? If I'd have been told that there was going to be a road, and I drove my car out there, and that's what I saw, I would be furious, too. I'd be like, oh, no wonder it's Fury Road. Good I'm mad point. as hell. There's, there's not asphalt fucking anywhere. Where's the road, you'd say, in a Fury? I just got my uh, interior detailed. I'm going to be tracking sand into this every time I get in the car. Damn it. I'm mad. And my Off name's Max. I'm, 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 that's why he's so fucking mad. <laughs> he's no mad road. to the Max. Mm-hmm. I would be, too. <laughs> get it. Anybody just- would. I mean, you do have off-road capabilities on this vehicle, but it's like, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Thusly furious. Thusly furious. Yeah. What about a movie with a B-dub in it? A Bruce Willis. B-dub, uh-huh. as he's known B-dub. in the industry. B-dub. Uh-huh. Everybody calls him that. Die Hard. Uh-huh. He didn't die at all. I saw him live really hard. Yeah. He lived super hard. And stuff. He aggressively lived. Very hard, but did not die. Never once did he die. Huh. Bruce Willis Doesn't Die is a better title for the movie. <laughs> That's a good title for any Bruce Willis movie, except for The Sixth Sense. Or what about this? What if it was parentheses, other people do, but John McClane doesn't, in parentheses, die hard? <laughs> it's just better. It's a better title. <laughs> More descriptors. The title needs to really paint a picture of exactly what's going to happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, otherwise, how are people going to know what they're getting into? They're going to be misled, and they're going to be angry, and they're going to demand refunds of their ticket sales. I, d- I didn't come here to see Bruce Willis die, they say, after seeing Armageddon. You yeah. should have told me he dies. Yeah, exactly. Let me know in advance. <laughs> All right. I'm with you yeah. on this one. You're, you're correct. It, yep. Eraser. Saw that one. It's just a bunch of action blowing stuff up. Hardly anything getting erased whatsoever. Huh. No, like there's no like he's writing like a letter and pencil and he misspells a word. Oh, no. Gotta... Nope. None of or that he's, like, whatsoever. drawing and he kind of like the line just gets away from him. He's like, oh, I got to get rid of that. Or maybe like the bad guy has this habit where he just like constantly is like chewing erasers off of pencils or something. <laughs> no, none of that. None Where's of the that? erasing going on? This is stupid. Why would you name it eraser and then deprive us of the joy of seeing something erased? I didn't see an eraser. I saw a killer. Whoa. He killed a lot of people. Take that, Arnold. Just call it what it is. Killer. <laughs> Army man killer. Army Man Killer with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would Better. be like so many of his movies. Army Man Killer. That's Predator. That's Commando. Yeah. 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 It's like pretty much all of them. Yeah. That's Let me it. ask you this. Did you ever see Harrison Ford run a single blade? Not once. No. He has a gun. Huh. 
Huh. I know. Well, that, is, Gun, that is frustrating. Because now frustrating. I want to see someone running a blade. Yeah. I Whatever think that, that means. Um, gun driver or gun walker would have been a better title. Gun haver. Gun haver. See, that's good. <laughs> you go Ridley Scott's gun haver. Yeah, because let's be honest here. What does he have in the movie? Has gun. <laughs> it's true. You know, Ridley Scott learned his lesson later yeah. in naming Thelma and Louise. That's was like, what's in the movie. That's, that's not a misleading title movie. whatsoever. <laughs> that movie had 100% Thelma and it had 100% Louise. <laughs> They're both there the whole time. I so. have no complaints about that title at all. Perfect. That's accurate. Yep. Yeah. What about maybe one that I went to see thinking, oh my God, finally a big name actor like Vin Diesel starring in a mass-produced hardcore pornography film <laughs> called Triple X. Oh no, it's just an finally. action movie. Everybody wants to see Vin Diesel getting it in. Dude. But no. No. Instead, huh. all of us just showed up to the theater with our dicks in hand. Yep. That is how just we show ready up. ready to go to work. Just That's ready how I to normally to show up to a theater. Just doesn't matter what I'm going to see. Any movie. Yeah. yeah. New Pixar. Dick in hand. You're showing up with uh -huh. fucking dick in your mitts. Yep. Just ready to mash. I get it. <laughs> ready right. to mash, as the kids yep. say. RTM. <laughs> Triple X. What a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, you, you do. You just want to walk in there and just see some floppy dong and just hardcore penetration but no action Dude, movie i'm telling you when i was watching it there was a guy that stood up right next to me and he shouted at the screen he said where's stuff going into other stuff <laughs> and then the entire theater started chanting with him we all stood up and we where's went stuff, stuff going into, into stuff stuff into stuff <laughs> and eventually we got refunds. like an orgy that just and seems then, like yes we we all fucked in the theater and right. then we went and got refunds that sounds great. I said, I'll make my own stuff going into stuff. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world, Steve. <laughs> That's what you they say. You want to see stuff going into stuff? Put some stuff into Put stuff. Put some stuff into stuff. That's the easiest way to get that going. Yeah, exactly. I had a similar experience whenever I went and saw that movie, Babe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know what you're expecting. A hottie. Hotties. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Just a cute oh. pig. Oh. You know what, though? What? What if this is more, mm, mm, yeah, this might have been funded by Big Bestiality. Oh, no. Look at how hot it's that big little pig is. Big huh? Beastie. Big Beastie, it's known as. Yeah, big they were beastie. funding this movie to be like, man, we're going to get people really into the idea of fucking adorable pigs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the motivation of that movie. It makes sense, too. I like, I get, I get what they're going for. Yeah. You come in, you're all, you know, ready to go because it's titled Babe. So, you know, you're yeah. half chubbed up already. Half masked. You, you show in. up to the theater al dente. Yeah. <laughs> you show up to the theater al dente. You walk in, you get, uh, you know, some confusion in your head. You're like, oh, it's adorable. Oh, am I erect? Oh, no. And I got to beat this thing Big off to something. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Then suddenly you're just. Find yourself really being into pigs because you had one erotic experience in a theater while a movie about a pig <sighs> was on. Damn this you, producers you. of Babe. Big Beastie, man. I Big mean, they're beastie. really, they're doing their worst. They're doing their worst out <laughs> they're there. Doing, they're out there doing their worst. Same thing happened when I went to see The Babe. 
It's just about <laughs> some chubby baseball player. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I mean, you know, it was John Goodman. He's a handsome fellow, but it's just not my, not what I was expecting. Exactly. And again, more propaganda by Big Chubb. <laughs> Big, Big Chubb. Chubb? Big Chubb. Is that a they rapper? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a rapper from Big Pun Squad. Yeah, Big Chubb. <laughs> Big Chubb. That's a great name. I know we've talked about Big Pun before on the show. <laughs> we have, dude. Because, because Fat, guy, Joe Fat, was, Joe? Yeah, Fat Joe was his, like, in his posse, but Big Pun was way bigger than Fat oh, Joe. Oh, man. Way, way, way bigger. R.I.P. Yeah. You know, so, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Man. Anyway, so yeah, One time well, what I was else really we got? excited to to see a movie about fucking kids getting exploded. So I bought a ticket to Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Right, Mary, a kid got exploded. They just made that baby big. That was it. They made a baby big. Yeah, like a better title, Honey, I Made the Baby Big. Honey, <laughs> I Made the Baby Big. It rolls yeah. off the tongue. I want you- my baby big, baby big, baby big, baby big. <laughs> People yeah. wouldn't have been as disappointed with that sequel because, honey, I shrunk the kids. That tells you what you're fucking <laughs> yep. getting. Yep, and that's what happens. He, he shrunk them. Kids get shrunk. Uh-huh. No, but this no, one? no he, never, he never does blow up a baby, nope. and that's what you're hoping for the whole time. Dude, like just imagine. Oh, that baby's going to explode. You've got Rick Moranis, and he's he's thinking up a new uh, uh, kid exploder ray. <laughs> And he's just trying it on his kids one by one. He's like, hey, Denise, come upstairs. I got something to try. They, she comes up there and he explodes her. Fuck yeah. Boom. Dead ass kid. <laughs> A movie about Rick Moranis systematically killing his family. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I'm a family annihilator. <laughs> yeah, honey, I'm a family annihilator. Now that's the sequel. That's up there yeah. with my big fat Greek abortion for sure. <laughs> I'm a family annihilator. Man, it's a turn for the franchise. Yeah, I would absolutely watch it though. (laughs) Oh my god, dude! What about what about a movie where I was expecting to see a movie where like um, Frankenstein and the Mummy Uh and a werewolf and a vampire they all get together and have like a big dance party? Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, what do you think that would be called? Like monster, like monster party, monster ball, or something like that. Yeah, that would put you in the mind of like the monsters get together and they have Mm -hmm. a big dance. That's a fun night. Yeah, sounds great. So I went and saw a monster's ball, and I was fucking deceived. What? Wait, what happened? I haven't seen it. I I just assumed it was a great monster movie. I'll I'll just avoid it. Um, I specifically remember that Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Heath Ledger, who are father and son, uh, are both having sex with the same woman, which I think is Halle Berry. Simultaneously or just... Separately. 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 Okay. Yeah. And it was just really sad. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a ball at all. I kind of expected at least at the end of the movie, like after all these people have like died and killed themselves and done all this depressing ass shit, like maybe Frankenstein shows up with like a plate of like pigs in a blanket and he's like, we're a party. We're a party. And you're like, that's why they call it Monster's Ball. That's great. Wait, was it B-A-W-L? Monster's Ball? (laughs) That makes a little more sense. (laughs) 
That does make a little bit more sense, man. <laughs> I also could have been going into that expecting some monster pornography. A monster ball, yeah. Monster ball. Let me see, let me see that ball, monster. Yeah. Watch them ball on each other. Yeah, drop drop it out, monster. Shake one of them balls out. <laughs> or it could be another name. It could be another name for Space Jam. Because there's literally yeah. zero jam in there, but those monsters do ball. They do ball. <laughs> Damn, you're exactly right. There is no jamming in Space Jam. I mean, what? I mean, what would? What did Space Jam mean at all? What did that Welcome mean? Welcome to the Space Jam. It meant a, a fucking banging song, I guess. Yeah, it was. It was rad. Yeah, that was awesome. So yeah, okay, hmm. that's what it meant then. Dude, one time I watched all the way through this whole big ass trilogy about some some little folk walking barefoot all mm-hmm. across the world, uh-huh. and I was like, you know what? I, I got to keep watching this because I got to find out who the lord of that ring might be. Uh huh. I got to the end and chucked it in a dang fire. <laughs> so we never do find out. Weren't no lord of a ring. No. Weren't one. There was a hobbit of the ring. It. You know what it should have been called. Uh, uh, the walk of a ring. The walk of a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's lording none of that. No, not at all, but walking for sure. A lot of walking. Also, not rings, plural. We just kind of focus on the one. Yeah, the other rings don't get much play. No, not not at all. Yeah. Just a feller taking his ring for a long walk and then being like, I'll throw it in the trash. See you later. (laughs) Bye. I do remember that was my favorite line of Return of the King was uh see you later bye when he see threw you later, bye. see you later bye. Yeah. He said it kind of Forrest Gumpy. <laughs> he says as he throws the ring yeah. into Mount Doom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. Not Black what I expected. Snake moan? Are you kidding me? Snakes don't have vocal cords. <laughs> Stupid. And that does not happen in the movie either. No, no, not a single no black snake. Snakes. No, you would expect at some point, like just out of nowhere, like Samuel L. Jackson would look over the corner of the room or something. Two snake, black snakes are just fucking, and one of them is just moaning like crazy. Yeah, but no, but that doesn't happen. Never happens. <laughs> nope. It's a shame. I'll tell you what. Over the holidays, I, I also had one that really just pissed me off because I was like, you know what? Hey, I want to watch just a, a musical, fun Christmas singing time. Oh no! Instead, I got George C. Scott being a grumpy old man, being shown a vision of his own tombstone and uh-huh. stuff like this. A Christmas Carol. Where is the Carol? Where's the songs? Where are huh. they? That's a good point. There Less is you're talking no to Muppet, song. And nor Muppet's is anyone named Carol. Nope. Where's Carol? Who is she? That's the real secret to Christmas carols. There's a there's an un unspoken character named Carol. Yeah. That we just don't know anything about, but she's the most important bit according to Charles Dickens. Exactly. And he like many named, carols, just yeah. a nice average person. Yeah, should have named it like rich old asshole. That, you know what? Yeah. Yes. That really tells you what you're getting. Yep. And it's like kind of the whole point of the book and whatnot. Yeah. Grumpy guy sees some ghosts. Grumpy guy sees some ghosts. At Christmas. <laughs> I love the Grumpy Guy series of books. Yeah. Grumpy, yeah, guy, of a grumpy guy takes a vacation. 
<laughs> grumpy guy meets a pig. Yep. It's just grumpy guy being grumpy about stuff. I don't Pretty like much. meeting pigs. And then but three the ghosts end, teach him that he does. Likes pigs. Yeah. In the end, likes pig. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's good, man. There's some misleading ass titles out there, Steve. It kind of makes me mad. Yeah, me too. Damn chopping sure. mall. Yeah. Chopping mall. Let's talk. You want, you ready to talk about chopping mall? Let's talk a chopping mall. Let's talk Chopin Mal. Chopin Mal. Chopin Mal. Now, this movie right here mm-hmm. was picked by Yuns as part of Fan You Wary. And whenever we put up the vote for this and Chopin Mall just started fucking blowing up. Yeah. Y- you know that I was sitting here like just smiling and rubbing my hands together like, <laughs> oh, yes. I imagined you were like Tom Atkins at the end of Halloween 3 when you were just like, stop it, stop it, no, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I expected it to win. I didn't expect Pontypool to get as many votes as it did, so we're going to have to do Pontypool sometime. Gosh, I think so, man. That one got a lot of it. hype. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I kind of expected it to win. So going in, I, I was uh, already had a grim outlook on my fate. Um and uh, boy, uh, watching this movie four times didn't change my opinion much. Hell, that took less time than watching Return of a King. It's true. It's uh, but it felt like watching Return of the King several times. This movie feels <laughs> so long to me, and it's barely over an hour. Then why did people vote for us to do it, Steve? I think they might want me to trash it, so it's gonna happen. Um. <laughs> I think the people did it because they love hearing me be happy about watching a shit movie because this movie makes me happy. Probably, yeah, and it makes a lot of people happy, and I see why. Like, I, think I would old say fucking Hollywood Steve's going to get in this episode. He's going to be like, well, back whenever I was getting all my degrees, <laughs> I learned only like smart stuff. No, now here's ben the thing. Ben doesn't have a bunch of degrees. He just got one, so that's why he particularly dumb, but no. yeah. But Are you sh- did we watch the same movie? Yeah, we did. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're okay. So on Friday nights, we watch movies that are bad for the screaming chat. That's just what we do. We pick bad movies. I find movies that just aren't good and we watch them and we go, boy, that sucks. Um, and sometimes every once in a while, something sneaks in that's uh, okay to good. Um, like that one I suggested you guys watch about the movie where everybody's got that invisible plague and they gotta collect all the cats in the village. I did enjoy watching that. That didn't never lost me because I was trying to figure it out the whole time. Like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck was that movie? What was it called? I can't even remember now. I can't remember either. Um, but the thing is that if we were to watch Chopping Mall on a Friday night, it is not one that i would hate watch like okay it, it's one that i'd be like oh yes yeah, it's about to be this stupid scene or whatever but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't upset me okay um but the truth is that we have learned that some somehow bad movies have a time dilation feature where hmm. despite the fact that most of them are under 80 minutes they feel like they're three hours somehow and this Dude. has that for me I don't. It doesn't to me at all. Like this movie. Well, you think it's a good movie, so though. Fast. <laughs> well, okay. Let, uh, let's not let's not twist my words here, Steve. <laughs> I would not say this is a good movie, but right. I will say you like it. You I enjoy like it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah you enjoy it and, and that's a, a there are moments and things that i like i mean i like the robots i think they're cool mm-hmm. like um i don't even mind that the lasers are the way they are except that the <laughs> actors aren't reacting to them at all which is unless they're really reacting to them <laughs> yeah it's uh, the the thing i was hoping to find was that like this was a script by somebody who was just like kind of out there and they thought this would be fun or that this was like somebody's passion project or something or I, what i'd hoped to find in researching this was that there was some like positive thing behind all this and all i found that it's is extremely cynically made and i i i feel vindicated in not liking it <laughs> i feel vindicated because like there's nothing to it it's not great it's just not bad is the thing is that it's 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 bad in the sense of like the there's like no real like consistency with the plot and characters and stuff and like there like even consistency in the events like the guy who chews gum got the beer for the party later the guy thanks the other guy for bringing the beer to the party <laughs> like how do you fuck that up steve i'm just gonna put it to you this way let's just do a little comparison real quick here all okay right? <laughs> you got me over here uh-huh I got my cool long hair. It's true. I drink alcohol. Uh-huh, I watch this cool movie. Stuff. Uh-huh. I have a good time. I don't think about it much. I don't research shit. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, we got you over yonder uh-huh. using your big old college degrees yep. to do research on stuff, not having fun and not liking it. It's you're true. doing your own research. You're one of them folks that's over there doing your own research yeah. about topics. And guess who's happier? It's me. It's you, yeah. It's me. That's true. I hope yeah. you're happy with yourself. I'm well. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty happy with myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> generally, I think I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty awesome. But uh, in regards to what you just said, yeah, I'm not good. I can't shut my brain off. Like a, a movie has to be. A movie can be bad, and I can shut my brain off for it. But it has to be consistent. Like it has yeah. to have something that maintains like to me that they know that they're having fun like we watched llamageddon and uh, uh on a friday night and llamageddon is not as good as this movie like in quality and stuff but i'm more entertained by llamageddon than chopping mall because it seems like everybody's having a good time and whatnot whereas this and let me just give you some some info a little background that probably won't change most people's mind about it it's not like terrible stuff but it's just uh, um you can't change me if you try college boy <laughs> okay so i won't even try but i'll give you some information fine so, fine you try it this is produced by julie corman uh roger corman's wife um yep. she produced a ton of, of movies as you know along with uh roger corman's production company so like this isn't her first go round, but i believe it's one of her earlier big bigger budget ones but um she had a deal with Vestron Productions to make a movie in a mall. That's it. Like that's, that's that's the entire idea. That's the <laughs> reason a movie in a mall. idea. Vestron. Okay. It, 
Vesteron, this is, I believe, their first venture. Like, they had just become a company in 1985, I believe. And this, I believe, their first production. So their idea was, shoot a movie in a mall. And then... <laughs> you know what's popular now? Malls. Malls. There you go. So uh, Jim Winorski had, like, some Phantom of the Mall idea, which... Uh, there is a movie called Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, which is terrible. Um, but <laughs> um, he, they had like a fan, he and Steve Mitchell had this Phantom of the Mall idea that they were going to kind of do. And then uh, uh, Winorski had the idea of killer robots. And then it just eventually became what it is, which is this, you know, people fighting killer robots and no trace of a phantom of the opera type of thing going on <laughs> at all not uh, much yeah, yeah there's not a lot of that dna left over there yeah but so they came up with the premise like you know sketched out a, a light like uh, uh idea for the movie in about 24 hours they sent it to vestron and vestron was like cool here here's money make it um Life and used to be so simple back then. It, it used was, to be so easy. <laughs> it really was. It was way too easy for white people. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was much more difficult. Um, so these these things lead to uh, Jim Wynorski uh, being offered to direct um, something he had only done once before. He's most, mostly had been a writer. Uh, and... Uh, he uh, apparently Roger Corman took him out for lunch and just sat him down with a yellow legal pad and said, this is what you got to do. And like gave him basic directing school, uh, after lunch. <laughs> um, and Jim Wynorski said that he like, you know, he had gone to, to film school, but basically he, he took what Roger said that day and it became like the way he made movies. Uh, once I start talking about some of the movie titles of movies he's made, you'll realize that maybe <laughs> Roger Corman's advice didn't translate exactly into great directing. Hey, um, though, man, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, if you're going to take something good away from this, it had been our man Jimmy James's like lifelong fucking goal to work for Roger Corman. True. And this did let him achieve that's his true. Dream. And Steve, that's possible. They're not your dreams. They're That's not your dreams. Absolutely, They're James's not. dreams. Okay. Yeah, and and you know what? He's had a a, a prolific career, and I'm sure <laughs> made a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is happy with his his own oeuvre, and I'm not. He's got a lot more to say than I do uh, regarding directing films. So <laughs> uh, he's got a lot of films later in his career without misleading titles. That's true. Um, we'll talk about those in just a sec. But so basically. <laughs> Um, they, they were going to do it in the Beverly center, which is gigantic mall and, you know, uh, edge of West Hollywood and, and Beverly Hills. Uh, but the, that was going to cost too much money or something. So they moved to, uh, what the fuck? The, uh, the Valley, they moved to the Valley. I can't remember. They moved the to the, the Valley of uh, the Sherman Oaks Galleria, uh, which has been used for a lot of stuff like fast times at Ridgemont high and commando and, and some other movies. I think part of Terminator two, the, the mall bit was, was there. Oh, rad. Yeah. So it, it's been used a lot for these types of things, but, um, they basically were coming in at close and making the movie overnight. And then they had to be done and cleaned up by nine o'clock when the mall opened. 
So they were probably all doing cocaine the whole yep, time. Absolutely, they were all doing cocaine. There's no way they weren't. <laughs> I watched the In Search of Darkness section on this, which is only like a minute long, but Barbara Barbara Crampton, like, I, she doesn't say anything about cocaine. She's just say, saying, like, I didn't know how I was going to be able to stay up all night for a month, and it's just like, hmm, I got an idea <laughs> of how that probably out, happened. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know until I found the solution. Yeah, until until Roger Corman introduced us to cocaine. Um, yeah, so that that's pretty much how this all came about. And you're right. I guess that there is some like this is a early direct like first time almost ish director. I think the other thing he had done. There's a poster of it in that restaurant. I can't mm-hmm. remember the title of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like this is a big big budget debut. I think and um, that's cool. I like that, and I think that, you know, it's obvious that the people who made the robots, like, those are real ro- remote control robots. Like, they're they're that's doing cool. all those actions. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's awesome. Um, apparently, uh, Mary Warnov and um, Paul Bartel, their bit at the beginning, uh, when, you know, after they've shown that, like, video showing the, the robots, all, all of their stuff is apparently improvised, and it's probably the closest thing to comedy in the movie well apparently they're playing a married couple right that has been in like a dozen other corman movies yeah yeah, I guess? They, yeah they're they're in a few other movies together and uh, I think like di- killing raul or something together yeah. and they like own a diner so it doesn't really uh-huh. make any sense oh okay honestly let's go ahead and talk about that little presentation that set the first of the movie yeah who is presenting it and who are they presenting it to that's a good question. I'm guessing it's a representative <laughs> of the company, and I assume the people being presented to are maybe the store owners, but maybe? there's not that many, and it's a three-story mall, so like, yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know who any of those people that. were. Like, who the fuck were those people? Also, it <laughs> took me like... It took me a minute to recognize her and be like, "Oh shit, that's the 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 medium from uh, Warlock." Yeah. Warlock. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I I checked her IMDb to make sure it was her. I hadn't realized until fucking the other day that she's Miss Ullman in the House of the Devil. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? How did I miss that? I don't know. I don't know. She's uh she's in a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of horror stuff, a lot of Corman stuff, you know. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's awesome. She does but that, a, that whole thing at the intro where, you know, it's it, it's this robotics presentation at the mall, I guess, uh-huh. after the mall has closed or something, and maybe they're investors or shareholders in the mall or store owners or Maybe. That would something. make sense, yeah. Because this, kinda, is, this yeah. system is, I mean, it's an entire computer system they put into the mall that operates everything, apparently, and three robots so this has to be (laughs) millions i would assume for that three-story mall i should assume and you also have to hire two full-time scientists as evidenced by their lab coats (laughs) yep they're scientists they're scientists (laughs) to run this thing yeah so what the fuck is going on and i kind of expected like for there to be some time after all the like death and mayhem and destruction and just like corpses that are littering this mall <laughs> yeah for like them to show back up and be like oh shit right that <laughs> yes there needed to be something at the end 
beyond just nice shot. Like, yeah, she didn't shoot anything. She threw a flare, but okay, nice shot. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it it does. It needs that. We need something at the end to kind of wrap it all up. But yeah, it it's what we get seventy six minutes. Apparently, the original version that aired in theaters was ninety five minutes. What did they cut, dude? I don't know. I don't know. I the I print, gotta know the print that was used for the DVD, the Lionsgate DVD, was a VHS copy. So, like, I don't know if the original exists. I, maybe somebody could connect us to that. I'd like to know what's in those other nineteen minutes. For real, man. Because apparently there's something going on at this mall. I yeah. assume that they think they need, yeah, to murder have, bots, like, right? Death dealing robots right. on staff. Like the thing is, is it looks like a pretty nice mall. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's like a crime ridden. And the robots know. only patrol at night, so like it's getting broken into. Is that the thing? Like, who breaks into a mall? And what are they stealing that makes it worth it to have this like multi-million yeah. dollar investment and couple full-time scientists <laughs> yeah. on payroll? I don't know. It, it's it, it the, the premise is insane. And the <laughs> uh, the 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 story we're being told is that a bunch of adults after their shifts at the mall fuck in a furniture store and <laughs> and drink beer. Hey, man, I'm telling you this. It might seem weird to us, but as our good friend Grayson Hester said, if you can think it, you can kink it. That's right? true. That's true. Maybe I mean, there's yeah, just that, a legion of people out there that that's their fucking, that's their we thing. We like to get together as pals and just watch each other fuck. In uh, fucking furniture stores and In a furniture store, so we don't have to clean up. <laughs> yeah, oh, this, is, gosh. this is where you we go. imagine, the, like, somebody comes into that furniture store to lay on one of those beds to test it out. Oh my god, dude! Come all over it. <laughs> oh no, that's true though. Those are oh, yeah. those are like showroom pieces. Yeah, they are. So yeah, it's uh, the whole setup is is weird, but it's yeah. fine. Again, it's fine because it's like yeah. I mean, you know, uh, we accept that uh, twenty to thirty year olds are teenagers in horror land, uh, especially in the eighties. And we we can I mean you know partying after work at the, your place of work is not unheard of for sure. No, so I it's, suppose it's a so. setup that can work just fine. It seems like it, it would have made more sense if it was like a bunch of teenagers that are just like, yes. oh, we we can't go back to my house right. to fuck because it's, I don't have a house. Instead of a married couple who don't work there showing up for the party there. Oh, okay, that's the biggest fucking question mark. <laughs> about this entire thing and it was honestly like i think the day after watching the movie that i stopped and went wait is <laughs> yeah. that a married couple that drove to the mall to hang out with their mall friends in the and mall fuck. and fuck in front of each other they could just go home and fuck each other like <laughs> but no they're kink they're it a married appears. couple like because the movie doesn't provide us with enough information, we just have to guess here that that is correct. That they are going there because that's how they get off, is fucking <laughs> in a room with their friends. Uh, yeah. we, we also have to assume that the world outside the mall is a hellscape. Because, 
because they were willing to put this gigantic security system with robots equipped to kill <laughs> on each floor of their mall. Like, the world outside must be just encroaching madness. Like, <laughs> why else would you do happening? that otherwise? Yeah. Why the hell would you do that otherwise? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. And and what is the situation in the country where, like, you have this extreme form of government that's just like, oh, you dared to break into a mall? Death. <laughs> Death. Death. We equip these robots to kill because that is the punishment you're going to receive anyway. Yeah. For being in the mall after hours. <laughs> How dare you? That um, is some, uh, yeah. some fucking strict, strict conditions we're living in. Yeah, it's true. I mean... Really, this movie is just cashing in on the popularity of robots in the 80s. Like, that was a thing, man. It was a robot age. Yeah. Like, we, the Transformers were super popular at the time. And, you know, Vol them. Voltron had been popular before that. We also had Star Wars in the, you know, se late 70s, early 80s. Lots of robots. Lots of robots. But very specifically around this time, we had uh, the uh, Tom Selleck robot movie Runaway. We mm. had. Short Circuit, which is about uh, a military robot being struck by lightning and becoming nice. This is just the opposite of that, which is, again, a fine premise. Um, it, you know what? It is the opposite of that, because yeah. here the lightning makes a mean, and in this movie you have white people playing white people. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I always forget about Fisher Stevens. Fisher and, Stevens. Oh, it's not his fault. Not his fault, but Hollywood He's in brownface in that movie. He is in brownface. Hollywood's was even more overtly racist in the Oof. 80s. Just, uh, you also had the robot in Rocky Four, which oh, yeah. was itself like just cashing in on the popularity of robots. <laughs> um, <laughs> you had a Terminator going on at this time. Yeah, Terminator in 84. But just think about this, Ben. This movie is maybe trying to make some commentary about consumerism or something, blah, 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 and about uh, corporations maybe having too much power and mm. whatnot. You're saying this is a movie about, just to, to warn you about the future role that the Libels want. The Libels, yeah. Um, just not long after this RoboCop comes out, and it's like, if you've seen RoboCop and you see this, it's just like, well, what was this movie even trying to do? Because RoboCop does it. RoboCop makes the Hell like yeah. anti-capitalist, anti-consumerist sort of messages very clear. And this, if they're there, you really got to dig for them. This is kind of more like they had a mall and they had robots and they were like, <laughs> let's make a movie. Tell you what, I'm <laughs> I'm getting out of this, Steve. I'm just getting that these fucking fancy college degrees can't buy everything, buddy. <laughs> they can't buy happiness, that's for sure. There's just things you're just, you know what, you're just not seeing. That's true. I may be not seeing some things. I do see some cool stuff in this, though. There's some moments that are definitely not terrible, you know, like the head exploding. That was awesome. Dude, Barbara Crampton. Oh, yeah. Barbara Crampton is awesome. With her head blowing up. I mean, well, come no, on. she her head doesn't blow up. Her head doesn't blow up? No, it's the God other, damn it. Uh, All the characters are the same in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Susie Slater is the one whose head gets blown up. Leslie. Um, yeah, yeah. Barbara Crampton is in this, though, and she's great. Barbara Crampton's always great. Like She's selling it way harder it. than everybody yeah, else, man. She is. She is. 
Um, Kelly Maroney was cast because the director wanted to date her. That's he the thought, nerdy girl, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess she's nerdy. She's dressed like a mom. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's the indication that she's kind of shy, I guess. I don't know. Dresses like mom and doesn't fuck. <laughs> Dresses like mom doesn't fuck. She was yeah. in Night of the Comet, which is a much better movie, I think. Um, a lot of the people in this, like you don't recognize, and then you look at their, uh, you know, other stuff they've yeah, been and in. Yeah, like, oh, other man. horror stuff. A lot of them, yeah. Tons of eighties horror, yeah. uh, icons through here. Not yeah, icons, um, but people that name? were in movies in the eighties for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Russell Todd, who plays Rick, he's in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yep. Yep. And then there's like a a shoplifter at the beginning who is the the mute kid from Dream Warriors. Who then no talks shit. in the fourth one? Yeah, he's just—he's the kid. He's standing outside of uh, Licorice Pizza with um, a bunch of records under his shirt. Oh. He just shows him real briefly, but that's uh, fuck. Can't remember his name. Anyway, huh, that kid—that's cool. Yeah. Apparently, Angus Scrim is in here. Angus somewhere? Scrim is in here somewhere. Yeah, the tall he's, man, he's, uh, Doctor Carrington, one of the scientists. I assume I he did. He didn't stand out to me, but no. I know. It was him. I like because I saw in, like that missing nineteen minutes or whatever. <laughs> no, I think he was. He's one of the scientists. He's the second scientist, I believe. I'm not positive okay. on that. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah, and also uh, Dick Miller is in this, which is you know he's in a ton of Roger Corman stuff. Um, oh, big Dick Miller, man! Oh, big yeah, Dick he shows Miller. up in this as a janitor. And Dick Miller, if you're not familiar with the guy, is is one of those guys that like. You don't know him by name, but as soon as you see you, him, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know him, yeah. It's a guy that's in, like, Gremlins. Like, he's uh -huh. in tons and tons and tons of movies in these little yeah. bit parts and stuff. And uh, in this movie, he's a janitor, and he's all tatted up. Yeah, I, those are Dick Miller's tattoos, I assume. Uh, I don't know why they would go out of their way, to because they really didn't try too much in a lot of scenes. I don't know why they would put fake tattoos on him. Uh, yeah, but I never noticed Dick Miller has a bunch of tattoos. What is wow. the story about the janitors in this movie? Because I want that I whole don't movie. Because he's just trying to do his thing and clean up the mall, and you got these other two janitors that come along that are drinking beer. Yeah, and they're like, ah, you fucking d deal with your stain or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? I didn't understand that dynamic. Like, yeah. You're like, what weird. a loser. He's doing the job that we do. Yeah, instead of drinking the champagne of beers. Yeah, instead of having a high life with us and Du Bois. Like, what is this secret world of uh -huh. these really mean, bullying janitors in this mall? I don't know. I, I thought that was odd. Um, I thought the introduction of that one, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one whose head explodes. The introduction of her dad at the beginning, for some reason, is like, why is this happening? Oh, yeah. Like, why she's is 30. Why is she talking to her dad? <laughs> they I never forgot about that. They should have at least gone out of their way to say their ages. <laughs> so that we could pretend along with them because that's true they're i mean barbara crampton i think is in her 20s but everybody else is definitely close to 30 they're all grandparents pretty they're much. all grandparents yes <laughs> but we establish early on that this mall is the fucking happiest place because we have all that great yeah. editing going on with yeah. this girl walk into the food court with uh -huh. her cups of coke she's definitely gonna oh. spill them watch out Dude, that was so frustrating to me because the editing in this is not great sometimes. And specifically, they they take so much time setting up her like walking with those drinks that you think when she does eventually spill it, the punchline to the joke 
that it would be we'd see her like very like close bumping into somebody and then like the aftermath and stuff but no it's just like a tiny brief split second of a bump and then it's spilled and it's gone like and i was so frustrated because you you've set up the joke you've come to the punchline give it room to fucking breathe just uh, let it more be important stuff to get to though right the fucking they, fucking siskel they had to show us uh the <laughs> uh, uh, beauty queens and bikinis true. walking through the mall we do need the ladies in bikinis walking through the mall for sure yeah of course you remember yeah. how that happened all the time. all the time that was a normal normal occurrence also the kid on the skateboard you see that all the time in malls just skating yeah, sure. around the mall yeah and you remember whenever you were at the mall and you'd go to your favorite restaurant, Italian, and <laughs> go and have some corn and pizza. Corn and pizza. I'll have a I'll have a plate of pizza and corn, please. <laughs> what? What? At Are you Korean? Italian. <laughs> yeah, what what's happening here? Koreans put uh, corn on pizza and some other places do too. I've seen that uh on uh, on Good Mythical Morning, they'll have like, you know, their international dishes or whatever. And corn on pizza is not uncommon. So I have had a corn on a pizza over at Adopo on oh, one yeah? of their like, you know, fancy special pizzas. Dude, it was fucking good. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I think, I know people hate pineapple on pizza. I love it. I think you need a little sweet sometimes on a pizza, depending on what else is on it. Sometimes it's good, man. Sometimes I want to say on this good. particular pizza, I want to say it had something like like scallion or maybe like Ooh. a roasted onion or something on there. So it kind of like eat all that. It had kind of a nice dynamic yeah. going on, but not this place. Not Italian. <laughs> Italian this is, is just, just a, a side of corn. It's just a side of corn with your pizza. And the uh, the '80s are so fat phobic that one of the only attempts at a joke in the entire movie is. Uh, them saying that a guy who I would guess weighs 250 pounds is a, a beached orca or something. He's not that I mean, big. Just look at him. He's he's just eating food. That's it. Leave him alone. Waitress, more butter. Yeah, like that's the whole joke. Is <laughs> look at, look at this guy. He's fat. Oh no, I have to bring food to the fat guy. Like, right. That's, that's the joke. Right. <laughs> what? They also the other attempt at a joke is. Uh, little, little shop of pets. That's little shop of pets. Because Roger Corman directed Little Shop of Horrors, you see. Okay, and little shop okay. of horrors. Huh? Little shop it, of. It's a little pets. play on that, huh? Little right? shop of pets. I get what it. A, I get it. What a All joke! Right. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but there's also that funny scene in that diner where you have the the cook. Who is fucking disgusting? <laughs> Looks yeah, like he's supposed to. Yeah, he's supposed to be sort of like a gross cook stereotype thing. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like he looked exactly like that gross. I think dad or somebody from you can't do that on television. Oh, no, it was like a cook. Really early yeah, it was a cook, wasn't it? They had a it, cook that I was like so. gross. On, That's yeah, another just do- like. 80s stereotype and stuff. Yeah. If you think about like fucking sleepaway camp and stuff, it's like right. the cooks were like disgusting, slob, greasy, right. grossos. What Where a did weird... that come from? I don't know. I do not know. I'm going to have to research that now because I, that is interesting because I'm thinking about it. And yeah, that was just a common sort of trope in the 80s. Huh. Well, I don't know. I don't know. If anybody does know, let us know. 
we get introduced to two of our main ladies at the diner and honest to god like i i did not keep up with anyone's names in this movie no, because it's like you don't need to they're all the same like other yeah. than the fact that you know one of the couples is like nerdy right otherwise they're all basically the same yeah uh yeah we got allison is um kelly maroney our um protagonist and ferdy who's tony odell uh the guy that is interested in her and she is interested in great name ferdy ferdy yeah yeah wonderful everybody everybody knows a ferdy um but so here's the thing that i didn't get with their dynamic because they're sitting in a room where all their friends are fucking and uh you know they're watching a crab people movie and they're watching a crab people movie Hot. and ferdy uh mentions that all the people are fucking or whatever and she says it's nice and it's like, so she's down to clown. But it Ferdy, seems that way. Yeah, Ferdy's just a dork who's not getting it. <laughs> like, there's, there's like, I don't know why she, because she does basically then just start making out with him. I don't know why at some point she doesn't say, Ferdy, take your penis out of your pants. <laughs> I don't know how to get this clearer to you. Yeah. Anyway. It is a little bit playing into, you know, the typical 80s trope of, like, the ones that don't fuck are the ones that live. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. Like, if they had had sex, then they'd have to die. It's, yeah. Um, I also, okay, so we got the gum chewy guy. Um, Old, uh, uh, Big Hair McGumchew. Yeah, that's him. Uh, Mike is his name. And then his, his girlfriend, whose head explodes, Leslie, um, <laughs> their whole thing is weird too like he's he's about to go down on her and she's like you know i don't allow that and it's like wait what i know what she's (laughs) like i will fuck in a store five feet away from my friends who are also fucking do not eat my pussy yeah i draw the line (laughs) there sir you can tell it was written by men (laughs) well you know you know what though it's all because of the camera angle it's that bad editing you were talking about because i think he was he was about to insert his entire head in her vagina oh and And she's like "Mm -mm, i let you do it last week but this week no yeah yeah no i get that then no rebirthing please yeah it wasn't as cool as i thought it would be yeah (laughs) one and done (laughs) but then also like her insistence that she needs cigarettes. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, listen, the 80s is full of people who smoke whatever, but you do have to kind of set that up, right? Like, show her smoking earlier so that at this point it then makes sense rather than it just seeming like a way to get the guy out there to get killed. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of, like, character consistency to make that all make sense. I, that that's kind of the thing with the whole movie for me is that like you can tell it's just not well thought out and when you look into the production it's like well of course it's not they just didn't have all the time to think it out i guess um so when you do when you know when i see the final product it's like this i mean it looks good it's competently shot for mm-hmm. sure that, well, that's i'll tell you this too it's got some tips and stuff that you can pick up and and use in your own life oh here, yeah man. that line uh, I've already used this like five times since I watched the movie. That line where that guy and that girl whose names I don't remember and I don't right. remember even what Those character two. they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're fixing to get intimate. 
mm-hmm. and he says, you smell like pepperoni. <laughs> and then she walks off, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. I like pepperonskis. Yeah. Dude, it and works every she's time. she's like, all right, titties out. That's Barbara Listen, Crampton, yeah. It's um, psychology, Steve. It's psychology, and it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you tell someone so he was negging her is that what it was exactly okay. and then she she takes her top off artistry. <laughs> for the camera and then turns around and shows him also the boobs yeah yeah it is interesting to show us the boobs first uh as we we didn't just lay down that sweet pepperoni line nope but you know what uh, i wasn't upset about it barbara crampton's a beautiful <laughs> woman um absolutely yeah, that guy that guy's voice did something to me. Like it was weird. It doesn't look like it should come out of him, but it's also <laughs> like I was trying to imitate it because it's like I don't know where it's it's like coming somewhere from his throat and it just sounds almost Kermity at times, but never yeah. gets that far into Kermit. But little bubble voicey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, everybody in this like all the guys to me just seemed like the third or fourth guy in like a teen comedy who doesn't have his own side story. Yeah, like, pretty much. He, yeah. He's just like goes along with everybody and every once every once in a while says something like expositional but like charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like none of these guys feels like a star. No, yeah. no, no. And there's no depth to like any of the characters no. whatsoever like nope. one defining trait about them other than like one of them's nerdy one of them seems like the cocky jock guy yeah that's about it but then also too it gets stupid because like the cocky jock guy is the guy that lays down the like uh whatever clata varata nick to yeah, the uh-huh. like earth, day the earth stood still yeah. line like would he know super that? nerdy seems like the, yeah seems like the nerdy guy would be doing yeah. that that is i mean it's cool that they, they threw that in there, but it's also like, yeah, they, the nerdy guy, it seems like, would be the one to say it. Or like one of the do- like scientists yeah, maybe would sure. say it to the the robots as a joke while they're off, and then they turn on and kill him. Like That, that would have all made more sense. It's cool that they threw it in there, though. Well, but then, you know, the guys are ultimately responsible for the great plan of going to the sporting goods store, which has sporting goods Uzis <laughs> in I the love, mall. I love that trope in the 80s of mall gun stores, because, like, we grew up in the South. I never saw a gun store in a mall. I was going to ask if you, you ever can, saw that. I mean, you can yeah. get guns at Walmart and stuff. Yeah, you like, can get guns at Walmart. I one at the mall. Yeah, not the mall. You can Just get an Auntie Annie's pretzel. For sure. And at Auntie Annie's, they will sell you a gun if you know the right people. Yeah, you can get a pretzel, a lemonade, and a side of gun. <laughs> That's how you order it. I'll have a side of gun, please, and you wink, and they know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's America, of course. <laughs> but yeah, like, The guns are extremely effective. They are. They're so effective. Like, you just keep firing bullets at them, and it, it, it just destroys them entirely. Uh, I don't think it did, no, though. That I think it happen. didn't really do anything. No, but they did keep shooting at them as <laughs> if it do. was going to do something. It doesn't. It doesn't slow them down. It does like nothing. There's no reason for it. It except I think they had some guns and they wanted to fire them in a movie. That was it. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah. That was script said, and then cool gun shit, and then have gun, <laughs> and then have gun. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the only time the gun does anything is when he shoots point blank range 
and it just cracks the plastic and I guess kills the laser inside, but doesn't stop the robot. Like they would, they, uh, it makes no sense. Like anything they do doesn't make sense. Like going into the vents. Why? <laughs> Cause it makes the movie longer. It does make the movie longer, but uh, uh. Well, like, the thing is, is their plan doesn't go well because then the computer knows they're there and turns up the heat. Yeah. Because it knows that stuff. This computer system is so advanced that it can tell that they're in the 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 heating ducts and turns on the heat. But then later, she's just hiding behind a bag of dog food. You can see her yeah. clear as day, but no. Yeah. Not the not the computer or robot. It seems like you just have to get out of like the line of sight of these things and they can't really see you cuz yeah. she's just like laying under a shelf with like two like spirit of halloween fake spiders on her. Which is why I felt like every time that they were moving it was just like where to where? Where are you going? What is the plan here? Yeah. Why aren't they just going to one place in the back that's hard for the robots to get to? Just stay there. It seems or like that would have been a good plan. Building. Well, they can't because those like doom style fucking robot robot doors are closed. Yeah, you need those if you're gonna have the robots. Right, but you know, it, it, there are so many entrances and exits to a mall. There has to be some way out, but apparently not. Apparently, they've spent <laughs> millions. It's at this point in my mind, it has to be over a million, at least two million. To install steel security doors as well as your in super intelligent computer system as well as your kill bots. Like, ugh, it makes no sense. <laughs> it does seem like there should have been a way for them just to hide and, like, wait it out. Rather yeah. than being like, we should defend and try to kill these things. Right. <laughs> it just blows my mind. And then, you know, also they use the old trope that was... Has been proven time and again to not work, but shooting a propane tank and it exploding. Hell yeah, that works. I've done it like a hundred times. Yeah. Just yeah. every day. Shoot It'll kill that. anything, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it I only feel works. like a hundred people doing that. Yep. Yeah. It only works if you're using tracer rounds that have some sort of ignition behind them so that that ignition can ignite the gas. Otherwise, really? you, yeah, you shoot a propane tank and the gas escapes. Escapes, not escapes. Well, the thing about it is, though, is okay. So that might be a stretch, but I know for sure that a paint store is just a fucking nuclear bomb. Oh just yeah, waiting to go off. That's why they won't allow you to even bring your cell phone in. You yeah. know? Yeah, because the sparks could ignite the they the paint. Ignite the the paint in the cans. The highly flammable paint. And then we all die. Yep. I was happen. just wondering, like, she was pouring out all that paint, and then she finally gets to the paint thinner, and I was like, you could have just been pouring paint thinner. Like, yeah, what was the paint be for? <laughs> I thought she was just like, I'm about to fucking die. I'll make a cool art project. <laughs> <laughs> My legacy! <laughs> that makes more sense, actually. I love that idea, that she yeah. was just trying to leave behind one last piece. I think so. She's just trying to express herself, dude. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I yeah. So the mall mall gun stores or or something. That's that's the the mall though. It has all sorts of other normal stores in it. It just seems like world it, of almonds. Yeah. <laughs> world <laughs> of almonds. Yeah. Was that as I guess it was right. I have no idea. It seems like it was just easy to fucking make anything work in the 80s, so sure. Honestly. Oh, yeah, absolutely, sure. yeah. Because people were being paid, you know, better, and they just blew their money on nonsense. So, yeah, world of almonds. Come on in. Sure. Buy almonds, I guess. <laughs> That's I a great slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Very charismatic. Come in and buy almonds, I guess. <laughs> That's all you needed in the 80s. You just needed to tell people a thing existed, and they'd be like, okay, here's my money. What's this new restaurant? Italian? I'll try it. Ooh, (laughs) corn and pizza? (laughs) There were so many other things there, though, that weren't Italian. I didn't understand. Like, what was all the food there? Uh Uh-uh, no, because, like, whenever she comes back to take the order from the the, the fat guy, she's like... Uh I want a belly buster and a side of butter. And uh-huh. it's like all this shit where you're just like, what the fuck are they talking about? I, yeah. No idea. So <laughs> Italian. Yeah. Italian. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think though there, there's so much competence in this that it pisses me off when it's incompetent. Like it does look good. And like the idea is solid. I like the concept of killer mm. robots in a mall. It's not a bad one. Um, I mean, I love malls. I yeah. love robots. I, I love do. mayhem. Yeah, I, love the I, 80s. I, uh, I was thinking back to like mall movies in the 80s and how much the mall would be a setting, just a normal, regular setting. And it's like, huh, I do. I, I don't necessarily miss malls, but I miss that. <laughs> I think yeah. that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's got a whole lot of stuff I do like. I think it's just either I wish it was better or I wish it was worse. I know you've okay. said this several times before, and, I, and, and I'm getting it now, <laughs> that if this were better, I, I it would just be a good movie. Because it's got good premise. It's got, you know, cool stuff. It's got some cool effects and whatnot. It, it could just be a good movie. If it were worse... It would be more entertaining. It's, it's just kind, kind of in of, an yeah, odd middle spot. Road. Uh, I, yeah. I can get that because, like, it isn't as like so ambiguously made as something like the Wraith, where yeah. you're like, "What were is they this? trying to make right. this stupid? Did they right. think they were making a serious movie, or was it just blow? Right? You know? Was it just cocaine talking? Uh-huh. Which is often the answer. Often the answer. Yeah. It's also not as like outwardly winking at the camera we're in on the joke as much as like a trauma movie or something like that it's definitely not trying to be a straight up horror movie i mean it's not scary yeah really at all no it's just got the effects you know it's got the the gore yeah and boobs and stuff and boobs like 80s horror stuff yeah but at the same time it's not exactly hilarious like it's not like so bad that it's making you laugh at how stupid some of the shit is right it's kind of in a weird place where it's sort of self-aware but it's not gonna fully commit to it Uh uh-huh i'll side with you there if it was worse it would be better yeah for sure whether that means them just completely you know putting all the chips in on being like oh this is just a horror comedy parody let's just have fun with it yeah. Or them being let's like let's take this deadly serious 
yes. and make a really hardcore serious movie about something that's stupid as shit. Yeah. That would be fine, too. That would be fine. Yeah, the attempts at comedy aren't great, usually, in this. Um, the I think, you know, the... Yeah, the dynamics, like, the characters are never... I don't really care about them much. I never nah. really feel much of an attachment to anyone, except for Barbara Crampton, but that's just because I like Barbara Crampton. Well, Barbara like, Crampton, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I just don't... I don't feel the... I don't feel the tension. Also, like, so many of, the, like, the kills are just, like... There's no build of tension or anything. It just kind of happens, and it's like, oh, and then nobody really reacts appropriately it doesn't seem yeah i was thinking that too where it's like by the end of the day here i mean our our, our friends there ferdy and what's her name are uh-huh. like the only people left standing like yeah. all of their friends have been murdered in front murdered. of their eyes yep nobody who, who are they really gonna fuck with to... now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i gotta find a whole bunch of new furniture fuck friends uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like nobody really seems to mourn the loss of their no. friends that were like brutally killed like it's nobody re- really cares yeah there's really only the one moment with um the the guy with the voice i was talking about fuck what was his name greg greg you know after his um girlfriend gets killed after they leave the um what you call it the the vents when they get out mm. of the vents and barbara crampton gets killed greg does have a like why didn't you stay in the vents like he has like a moment of like actual like seeming sad about the loss and then like goes and attacks the robot and gets himself killed so like there there's that one moment but nobody yeah like all the other stuff just kind of happens and there's not really much of a reaction is he the guy that like rolls the cart at the robot at like two miles per hour and it's like really really (laughs) let down or is that the the husband guy the husband guy that's the hu- okay. So the guy who just watched his wife die. <laughs> he just watched his wife die. He gets on a teeny tiny little cart and just like three miles an hour. It's like this will make it way more effective bot. if I'm rolling on the cart. <laughs> yeah, I loved how stupid that was. That was real. It was dumb. so weak. It was yeah. so stupid, man. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so there are some moments that do make there me laugh go. now that I think about it, because that, that's man. definitely one. Yeah, we um, got some I fun also... lightning kills too. There's some Gaga oh, yeah. Gaga seeing the the getting blanked is what I call it. Where uh-huh, you see yeah. the fucking skeleton through the body yep. getting blanked. He got blanked. Yeah, that was yeah. Dick Miller got blanked. Um, <laughs> that's uh, a good cut too. I think I think that's a part in the movie. I mean, you said bad editing, but I will say this is pretty good editing. I think it's yeah, after it he was. gets like killed and his body is like on the ground smoking, and big hair McGumchoo, while it's showing his smoking corpse, it's cutting over to him being like, "Smoking's bad for your health." Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that, funny. I mean, is it? <laughs> I mean, smoking corpse. Smoking's bad for your health. Gotcha. Yeah. Come it's, on, that's it's wordplay. Wordplay. It's wordplay for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't love this movie. I don't think it is as terrible as so many other movies that I have seen. So many other 80s horror movies. It's, it's not, it's not poorly done, but it's just, 
it's cynically done and it's definitely done in a way where it seems like they were just trying to get it done they were trying to uh, like yeah uh they had this contract with vestron and they were going to get the job done it doesn't matter what the final product looks like oh it does seem like there's definitely a whole lot of just like who gives a shit yep like shoot could we do another take of this no nope. who gives a shit <laughs> who gives a shit yeah because you I definitely get a, a a strong a strong air of that as yeah. i watch this movie <laughs> there are some scenes where you can see people walking in the background who were just i guess employees probably leaving oh, really? at the end of the night or people showing up early in the morning oh like, shit i didn't notice yeah uh there's also when she's like hanging on the ledge there it, she's like on a different bar almost every time it cuts to her <laughs> Like, <laughs> i didn't notice that she's not and she's not climbing it's just they didn't keep any sort of consistency <laughs> who gives a shit yeah yeah exactly i feel like uh, for you know a guy who going into this wanted kelly maroney to be in the movie so he could date her like i feel like he's just got real simple ambitions and he's probably hit them, you know, probably around the time that the Bear Winch project came out or <laughs> maybe Cleavage say, dude, Field. Or... If not for this, I mean, we might not have got, uh, what was the, the fucking paranormal activity? Paranockers they... activity. <laughs> I was thinking it was maybe going to be called like paranormal titties. Because <laughs> that's, that, it's right there. That's also so good. simple. But we talked about in our hills have eyes episode i do believe we talked about the hills have thighs and the director of the hills have thighs jim winorski oh my god yeah the so, hills have thighs yep if you look so at good. his um you look at his you know uh, imdb he has a ton of credits he has worked consistently and i imagine that his kind of disconnection maybe like not not caring too terribly about the final product just that it has to get done is probably what keeps him employed because sometimes you, know you just got to fulfill contracts he's he's the closer he's the wolf dude yeah. like, we need a he movie made in, exactly he comes in he does it he does it competently and that's it i mean he's he, a closer he, exactly so fuck yeah i mean way to go man this is not the worst 80s movie I've ever seen. And we see Barbara Crampton get NBA jammed, dude. She's on she fire. get NBA jammed. Oh, my gosh. That's brutal, too. Like, it's, like way brutal. Like, yeah. It kind of took me aback for a second because I was like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, this is like, there's a person on fire. A person that's fucking dying of being set on fire. That's very bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you might want to get that checked out. Uh, dude. Imagine yeah. you walking into this mall the next day to fucking, you know, Holy clock in shit. At, at World of Almonds or Italian or yeah. whatever. <laughs> got, you're like, I got my early morning shift at World of Almonds. Yeah. Gotta, gotta go sell some almonds. Gotta get there for I all guess. the people that come in in the mornings to get almonds. <laughs> Why, do and you have like, the almonds? Yes. yes, we do. This is World <laughs> of Almonds. Of course we have almonds. But you're just walking in there to clock in at World of Almonds, and you're like, I just stepped over a corpse of a janitor. Yep. There's That's blood not normal. At dead people and shattered glass literally everywhere. I'm going to get my almonds, explosion and I'm going to call somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. What is the aftermath, man? And again, this is where I wanted to see one of the robotics shareholders or whatever. Yeah. 
walk into the mall the next day and be like, yeah. what in the hell has happened? It really did need that. It closes too abruptly. And I wonder, I do wonder if the 95 minute version did have some more there or whatever. I mean, I can, I, like, I can't imagine why, because I can see stuff left in the 76 minutes that you could cut. So what, like, I can't imagine anything they cut was, like, real necessary to the movie mm -hmm. but maybe they did maybe they were like i ah, will just cut right at as she kills the robot i just I feel know. like there's like somewhere out there there was a version of the story where you find out that the reason they needed these high security robots is because the the guy that owned the mall was like running cocaine out of there after hours <laughs> that and this bunch of teenagers you know yeah. that has this fuck party in the mall comes across this operation going on right and they're being hunted by the the drug gang and the robots or something like this that. sounds like, like an awesome movie i'd love to see that movie yeah like there's some version of this story that has like 15 more minutes of of planning in it yeah that has a lot more going on and could be really cool but instead it, it literally is just like some kids are in a mall mm -hmm. robots go awry and try to kill them and yep. that's, liter that's literally yep. all that is going on. It does need a little bit more. Like, yeah, just imagine if, okay, it's the party scene, and what's-his-name goes off for cigarettes or whatever, and he stumbles across a whole bunch of cocaine. Yeah. And they start doing the coke, like, oh, and that's why the robots are set off, because the robots okay. aren't actually there to stop crime. They're there to protect the product or something. Yeah, they're protecting the cocaine. Yeah. All, that immediately okay. gives like their stakes yes there's like there's like reason for things happening yeah but no that's it's just robots go awry but i'll say too like the fact that the the entire pitch of the movie could easily fit onto like a cocktail napkin or like uh -huh. a business card I yeah mean, that, it's like two sentences and you have the whole movie yeah it is part of why i like it because it is just so fucking mindlessly stupid like this yeah. is absolutely one of those movies that you want to have on whenever a bunch of people are over. Oh, yeah. It's a party uh, movie for sure. It's a party yeah. movie. Exactly, dude. And I've done that with this movie. Like, mm -hmm. whenever the guys have been over here getting ready for a skankbanger show or whatever. Yeah, just turn this on. Yeah, just put on some fucking 80s sleaze. And it's like every now and then you look at the TV and you see uh, a titty or you uh, see yeah. a robot or you see yeah. a head blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hey, what's happening in this movie? Oh, they're in a mall and the robots are trying to kill them. Okay. Yep. Like, That's you can why... walk in at any point of this and yeah. fully understand what's going on. <laughs> I think they should have stuck with the original title that they released it under, Killbots. 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 Oh. It tells you more than cho chopping mall is inaccurate. No chops. Um, no chops. But it's also like, I guess you want to get mall in there because that was kind of the one of the selling points. You got the robots and the mall. Mall more popular than robots, I guess. Put mm -hmm. mall in the title, but Killbots is a more accurate title. It, well, you know, karate was also really huge in the eighties. Yeah. Right? Maybe we put chopping in the title. People think it's going to be karate chops. Oh in the movie. shit! The buy is, a ticket. That is probably that probably has something to do with. It. Apparently, a janitor was the one who suggested chopping mall. So really? I don't get. I don't think there was a whole lot of market research or whatever. <laughs> I think they Do were just like. Do you want to write okay. a movie with me, trademark dead and lovely? Uh huh. That is the entire premise we just talked about about the cocaine dealership in an eighties mall. Only uh -huh. 
instead of it just being kill bots, they're actually like karate bots that are protecting it. Fuck and we call yes. it karate chopping mall. Fuck yeah. Karate chopping mall. I yeah, love it. That's way better. Yeah. Also chopping in that sense can also reference chopping up cocaine. Yeah, man. Chopping mm. up those fat fucking rails. Yeah. Okay. Chop, Listen, chop, chop. at us. I know that there was an attempt to make a remake around like 2011, but. Oh, wow. Like nothing has happened with it. So I, I don't, I <laughs> like, I, I can see a remake working and, and like, seriously, the story we're talk, talking about doing something like that, you know, pulling on that nostalgia of malls and stuff that's kind of around. But I also, I just don't, I don't think this is like, this is not like a cultural touchstone. This isn't something <laughs> people are like, I really need more chopping mall. I don't know, man. I think you're just not hanging around the right fucking That's true. People, dude. I bet there are people out there who are like, chopping mall, chopping mall. I mean, dude, I hate to break this to you, but you do a podcast with one, okay? Yep, that's true. Give uh, me more. I would, you know, I would watch uh, if they did a remake. I would watch it if they made a sequel to it. I don't know what it would be, but I'd watch it. I mean, I mean, if we made Karate Chopping Mall, I would watch, I would watch it. it. I, I'd have to. I'd probably be editing it. I'd be making it. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'll do the soundtrack. There we go, man. Karate Pretty self-contained, mall. honestly. Karate yeah. Chopping Mall. Hit us up. <laughs> Give us money. I don't know. Is Vestron so. still out there? Vestron. We'll make a mo- movie in a mall for you. <laughs> Yeah, holla at your boys. <laughs> it's just fun. Like, this is just a stupid, stupid-ass yeah, movie to it's me. it's stupid, and, for sure. And, and I enjoy it yeah, for I that. It. I mean, I can completely see not enjoying it for that reason. Sure, which but I do. I think, I think that, honestly, where I'm at, especially especially these days where, like, I spend, I spend so much time and so much brain power, um, like, every day being like, how can I creatively make guitar video? How right. can I teach person better? Like, I burn a lot of mental calories right. um, on the daily, just trying to fucking mm-hmm. overtax my brain and get content out, make stuff. Like, my mind is on make stuff 24 fucking 7. Yeah. So sometimes whenever I get to enjoy something that is literally just as stupid as <laughs> teenagers, boobs, getting killed in a mall by robots right. in the 80s. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No, I get Give it. me that. I don't have to think at all? Mm-hmm. Sick. Yeah, no, I understand. I I, <laughs> I just can't. I can't turn my brain off. <laughs> I wish I could because, yeah. like, that it's, it is frustrating to watch movies as me, for sure. I Like, it, it has to be the right type of stupid for my brain oh, yeah. to just go, okay. I'm cool with that. But yeah, stuff like this where it's just like every few minutes I'm like, wait, why this? Like, I just can't relax with it. But Uh if this were on at a party, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bug me at all because I wouldn't be paying attention to it. I'd just be looking over at it every once in a while and being like, oh yeah, it's that thing that's happening now. But it is funny though, when you talk about that, that tone and just like, where does that tone start to work and where does it know. stop working? But it's yeah. it's definitely like like something like Tammy and the T Rex, for oh, example. Oh man. 
like perfect that movie. just fucking nails it yeah that absolutely perfect. nails the yeah we know what we're doing and that this is stupid yeah. and we're gonna have a lot of fun with it and that's another um, Jim Wynorski type of uh, director too a guy who just got shit done and like you know the final product is the final product uh, i that can be good and yeah psycho yeah. gorman that that is i mean it's steve kostansky fucking working his ass off to make an amazing movie hell yeah yeah yeah, so I, I get it. Like, there's somewhere that that tone where that becomes fun. Yeah, uh, starts, sure. and this movie isn't. It's not quite there. Like, it, right. it didn't really fully commit either way, um, into being just totally stupid and funny and having fun with how dumb this premise is. Um, nor did it go fully hardcore and try to make itself into something more elevated than it is. Right. Yeah. I still have a fun time with it personally. I get that. And I'm glad. I'm glad everybody does. Yeah. Like it's. It is so nice to have stuff like this to fall back on. Um. Yeah. I've got my own bad movies that I love, and uh, mm -hmm. this just isn't one. But okay. it's All not right. terrible. As f I mean, it is bad. It's it's bad. It's a bad movie. But <laughs> as far as uh, bad movies go, yeah, it's not terrible. For me, yeah. I mean, if we're if we're slapping a rating Let's on this it. thing, uh, for me, this is you know probably like a three ish area. Ooh. Yeah, cold. cold. Ooh, so cold. <laughs> Ooh, I have given worse movies worse ratings. Final Destination, <laughs> Frosty. Yeah, Frosty ratings on that. Yeah, I think a three. I think that that's where I'm at. It's you know, I get it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, man. I get it. For me. Just for sheer, like, fun. I mean, uh -huh. again, obviously, is this a good movie? Fuck no. I don't remember <laughs> any of the characters' names, or could I tell you <laughs> any distinguishing characteristics about any of them? I also right. don't care. No. Uh, so, you know you know me. I rate on enjoyment, and uh, I have fun watching this movie. I'm going to say, like, it's like, um, I'm going to say, <laughs> and probably if I looked at other movies I've given this rating to, I'd slap myself in the face. Right. For me, this is like a six, six and a half. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can imagine. I just am thinking of some of the movies I know you gave sort of a middling rating, and it's yeah. like <laughs> chopping mall. It's okay, just as good as those. But whatever. I mean, it is about enjoyment. I think in the end, yeah. like it's about how much you you know. No matter what message you can take out of a movie or what things you can find to really enjoy, it's about your own personal enjoyment in the end. There you go. Right. That's right, man. That's right. So that's where I'm going to put this thing. I look forward to hearing your all's thoughts about it over on our Facebook group. Over 1,000 people. 1,000 strong and, and growing. growing. Oh, shit. If we got to 10 million, <laughs> ah, what would that we'd be? be? Flintstones chewable. That's what we'd be. <laughs> Go over there, hang out with us, uh, share your thoughts about this movie and your, your fondest mall memories how about that yeah, okay let, let me ask you know. this let me ask you this earlier yeah you're in a mall i'm you're in, a, in mall. a food court okay you're gonna court some food right right where are you going uh probably panda express uh unless they have a taco bell um, oh yeah but uh, yeah i don't think of taco bell as necessarily a food court place so if i'm sticking at food court places i'm gonna look at a panda express maybe a sparrow uh, mm -hmm. I was going to say, Sabaro is always like, that's a mall treat for me. It's hard for me yeah. to turn down a Sabaro slice. I I mean, you know, it's it's not bad pizza. It's whatever. It's, no. It's it's fine. Um, Big old greasy floppy slice. Bring it yeah. on. I do, but I do, I do, you know, 
I don't know why the one that always comes to mind would be a Panda Express because that's like um, that uh, East Town Mall, which is now like an Amazon distribution center or whatever. They had a Panda Express, and that was like the first time I went to the mall and bought my own food at the food court. I got Panda Ah. Express, and I got like beef and broccoli or whatever, and it just Mm kind of became my default if I was there. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a mall Chinese is a great thing. I, I enjoy yeah. any kind of like uh, a lot of malls have like a you know a, a no name hibachi place like Kyoto. Right. Yeah, just yeah. like name an Asian city, people. Know. Exactly, and then they'll hibachi it. Here's your yeah. shrimp sauce or whatever. Yeah, exactly, and they can just give you like a fucking six pound container of stuff that yeah. they hit on a flat top. <laughs> Somebody brought it up to me recently that Waffle House is is uh, Southern hibachi. <laughs> The entertainment factor is a little bit lower, but it depends it's on the Waffle lower. House, uh, honestly. <laughs> and what well, time at you the go Waffle there. House, yeah. yeah, the clientele is the entertainment, yeah. not the chef. Exactly. Well, sometimes <laughs> the chef will come. I've seen some videos of the chef coming around the counter. Those get real oh, yeah. entertaining. <laughs> Those get real entertaining. Real fucking fast. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah, so I'll hit up a hibach. I'll hit up a sabaro at a, mm-hmm. at a mall. Yeah, I'll have myself a good time, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I do, I like a food court as a an idea. Like I feel like there should just be food courts. Like we here in Knoxville, we have like the 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 um the food truck area where just yeah a bunch food of, truck park. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the cool idea of like being able to go to several different restaurants and just grab things that you want and then sit right there and eat it. Like, well. I, I don't know if you know about this, man, but down uh, down around the old city in Knoxville, there is now at the base of the Regus uh, condos. Uh huh. There's the it's called like Marble City. What's it fucking called? Marble, Marble City. City Eatery or some shit oh, okay. like that. That's like a food court at the bottom of uh, seriously. These condos. That's yeah. cool. And they have all kinds of different restaurants and shit, and they're all like local businesses and shit too. Like they've got uh, Soul Brothers, like the Korean place. That food uh-huh. truck has. A restaurant there, so does uh, Pies and Bagels has a shop in there. Oh, cool. There's like a fish and chips place, so there's actually like all kinds oh, of shit down there. I love there. So fish and chips. There you go, man. There's your food court. Gotta go check that out. Hell yeah. But yeah, I also do enjoy that. Enjoy a good old food court. Man, the one at Easttown that had like that the big like tent poles. Uh-huh. That was so Remember cool, Remember it had right? like that, that vaulted like ceiling? Uh-huh. It was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. Probably I, yeah. less cool than I remember it. Probably, yeah. I mean, a mall's just a... It's just a big Walmart, right? <laughs> like, pretty much. They had like they had such a like cool vibe to them as a kid because it's like you know toy stores and like arcades and stuff there. But as an adult, it's just like oh, it's just just like massive people Ew. buying shit. I don't want to be everybody there. having COVID. Everybody, yep. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, hang out with us, share your mall memories over on the Facebook page and all that stuff. You guys can also help support the show by rating and reviewing not only on Apple Podcasts, but also on Spotify. On and here's Spotify. the great thing. Spotify just added in a one to five star rating. Yeah. And you don't have to like sign in to shit. You don't have to enter in your email address or anything oh, okay. annoying. Just like if you're on Spotify, just type just in you know, Dead and Lovely. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you do. Like, there's a ratings button. It's just like, oh, you want to rate it? How many stars? Okay, that's fine. And that's it. That's all you have to do. This seriously takes one second. You ever want to give Uncle Ben a high five? Head on over to Spotify. Yeah. There you go. Five five. stars. It's like a high five. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's right. Basically. So go in there and do that. That would help us out a ton as well as Apple Podcasts. You guys can also help support the show on Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Head on over there. Become a patron on any level. You get access to our bonus content over there, the TV test pilots episodes yeah. and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, as well, if you become a $5 patron, you can submit a mo- movie to the smoking bowl and then we Ooh. pull randomly from that bowl and we review the movie from the bowl. There you go. There you go. So you guys can do that. Help support the show. Means a lot to us. Um, We're going to be continuing Fanuary next uh-huh. week with a request from a fan. Dude, I'm telling you what. I don't know if you can become a much bigger fan of the yeah. show than to go all the way to entering the, the bonds of marriage uh-huh. with one of the hosts of said show. Now, that's uh-huh. a fan. That's yep. a super fan. My wife, uh, for her birthday, asked that we review Clue. Clue! And I love Clue, and, you know, it's not a horror movie, but there's some murder, there's some mystery, there's, uh, you know, some hidden uh, doorways and things, all that. With boobs. <laughs> and there's uh, Madeline Kahn being hilarious yeah. and hot. So, come on. Um, come it's close yeah. enough. Sure. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about that one next time. Be sure to tune in and grab yourself that episode whenever it debuts. And after that, the we've boots. got a Patreon pick to round the month out. So it's going to yeah. be a fun time. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody out there is staying happy, wealthy, healthy, and wise. Uh, if you, like me, are infested with Cool Ranch COVID, stay the fuck <laughs> home. Just stay home. You know, infested with Cool Ranch COVID. It's all over me, dude. I'm just yeah. fucking eating no, up with it. this shit. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, if you want a better chance at being like me and being infested by Cool Ranch COVID, but also not feeling literally any effects whatsoever, go get your fucking medicine. Check check out that vaccine I hear about. Yeah, I got seems all, to be working. All sorts of doses in me. I got a bunch just floating around. I got all kinds of vaccines all up in my blood, and uh-huh. they're clearly working for me as yep. I'm just fine. So yep. you should do the same. So check her out. Be sure to get yourself that poke. And also, too, I meant to say this earlier. Like, I've talked to a few friends here lately that have had, you know, contact with people that tested positive with COVID. Uh huh. And they've, like, not had any symptoms or anything. And they're like, yeah, I went to my doctor to get a test, and my doctor refused to test me if I'm not showing symptoms. Yep. I know about this. This has happened to multiple people that I know. Yeah. Uh, if you will just schedule it, like schedule a drive through test at Walgreens or CVS, there's Walgreens and CVS is fucking everywhere all over the United States. All you have to do is sign up on there and schedule it. You go to the drive through at your scheduled time. They do not ask you any fucking questions. They ask you nothing. They don't even ask for your fucking insurance because it's free. Yeah. And all that they do is they hand you a swab through the window you run the swab inside your nose 15 seconds aside you don't have to like do the damn brain poke you don't have to jab the back of your throat and gag it's not unpleasant whatsoever you just run a cotton swab like a q-tip around your nose it's free and then they'll give you your results back in like an hour or so if you're doing the rapid test and again it's fucking free no questions asked so if you think you need to get tested and your healthcare professional is being healthcare unprofessional about it and not taking <laughs> care of you, take matters into your own hands. It literally doesn't hurt and it's fucking free. Even yeah. if you don't have insurance, it doesn't matter. I if think, you think you've been around it, get fucking tested. I would not know I had COVID if I had not gotten tested, y'all. I could have been going out 
doing all my normal shit and potentially killing people if well, I had not gotten tested. It does not matter if you are asymptomatic. If you think you've been around it, do the responsible fucking thing. I think uh, we're fortunate because nobody here cares about getting tested. Because in a lot of states, people are waiting in lines for six, eight hours to get tested. That too. That's true. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's not as simple, maybe, because you can't take an entire day off work. But if you can, uh, I know the PC, like the um, tests you can buy are outrageously expensive. So oh yeah, oh yeah, Ugh, and and kind of inaccurate from what I understand too. Yeah, yeah. I so, really, it, really wish the government would fucking do something and be like, you know what? We're just gonna send every household tests until this is all over. Like that yeah. would be fucking great dude and in 95 masks and money to stay home wow yeah. that would be great yeah yep uh other countries have, spend, have done it you know fucking trillions um on defending the world what the fuck ever <laughs> yeah whatever stupid as shit yeah but anyway just put it out there if you can if you have the ability to get you know tested yeah and uh and Go you do can it. do it it's not scary and it's free okay so do it if you can all right love you thank you have a nice day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So, as you know, I have myself a case of Cool Ranch Corona, right? Cool Ranch Corona. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what they've like diagnosed it. me with. I like it. It's a tangier variant. It's the tangier variant, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, more tangy, less symptoms. I'm kind of <laughs> here for it, personally. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, you know, it's really been on my mind lately, I think especially considering that, how America is really just going to fucking remain stuck in this forever. Yeah. And um, <laughs> if you want some evidence of that, I got a story to tell you about what happened the other night. Tell me about so, it. So... The other night, it was Saturday night, you know, the night where all the all the clubs and stuff here in town are mm-hmm. popping, they're bumping, they're grinding, yeah. they're mashing, they're doing all kinds of stuff over mashing. there. Mashing, yeah, that's, yep. that's what the kids are doing these days. They like to call it the <laughs> mash. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was letting the dogs out before bed, so I was letting the dogs out at like 1.30 in the morning, uh-huh. and one of their favorite places to go is a little patch of grass over by one of the parking lots, and one of the parking lots... Mm-hmm. It's where, like, everybody that goes to the clubs and stuff parks, right? Okay. So I was letting the dogs out right around the time when all the clubs were letting out and people were getting in their cars and stuff. And right at the corner of the parking lot, there's this, like, huge black, nice, like, Ford F-150 truck. Okay. And, like, a middle-aged guy gets in the driver's seat. And then coming around the side of the truck there is his, uh, you know, partner or whatever, this, this lady who is probably in her mid-40s. Just all right. looking real trashy and really wasted and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh she sees me over in the grass with the dogs by myself and she's like, "Oh, can I can I pet your dogs?" And more than anything just not wanting to deal with it, I was like, "Oh, I, you really shouldn't. It's probably not a good idea. I have COVID right now, so you should probably keep your distance." Uh-huh. And she goes, "Oh, no, that that's all right, honey. I've had my vaccinations, my shots. I'm fine." And I go, "Oh, you you must have misunderstood. Like, I have COVID right now." Uh-huh. And she goes, honey, that's fine. I do, too. Okay. <laughs> and I said, you have COVID right now. She's like, yeah. And I was like, and you were just out partying at the clubs with all those people. Well, yeah. And I go, huh. 
That's a really fucking bad idea, lady. <laughs> Just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> she was out clubbing knowing she has COVID. Jesus fucking Christ. What is the matter with people? <laughs> well, I mean, our, our government told them to just go about their lives. So It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Joe Biden sucks. Just don't spit in nobody's mouth. Go back to work. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, capitalism's killing the people. But, uh, hey, it's fun. Here's the thing, though. Like, going out to the club is not a function of capitalism. That is a function of, I want to go out and party. Fuck me having corona. <laughs> Fuck everybody I'm giving it to. Holy uh, shit, man. I just I could not believe it. I walked in the house and I was like, my God, I want to leave this planet. I had like a Dr. Manhattan moment. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I do not feel a part of this human race any longer. <laughs> well, I'm sure you feel like Dr. Manhattan a lot because of that big blue dick you got. Oh, yeah. I walk around not wearing clothes. <laughs> I am blue and my dong does just flop around frequently. So... Yeah, it happens from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we were <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Jesus. At least I got this big blue dong, I guess. Yeah, well, that, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it's awesome, honestly. <laughs> it's got its benefits. 